This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. All right, everybody, it is that time of week again, and it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah, it does. Welcome to the live version of the Break the Bell Podcast. That's just uh, without the weekend wrap-ups, right? Yeah, yeah, because uh, I decided... That we needed a hiatus from it. I mean, it's been two long years running, yeah. and we've barely missed a, an yeah. episode. I think there's been like two episodes we missed, and then this last couple of weeks it's been like, ah, oh, the weekend wrap up's not gonna work this week. And then this right. last weekend I had stuff going on, and I was like, all right, when are we gonna do this? And then yeah. I was just like, you know, next week I planned a camping trip, and then found out my son has a baseball tournament, and then the following week I think. We're going to have plans. I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember all the plans, but it's right. like the whole month of July yeah. is just uh, one thing sh- after another, a shit fest. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, if we're going to take a break from something, it might as well be now in the summertime. Um, and it might as well be the weekend wrap up because I'm yeah. not taking a break from this live no, show because no, no, it's, no. it's, it's our bread and butter. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's not like we're discontinuing the weekend wrap up. We just yeah. decided we're, we're taking a summer off of, exactly. or at least a couple weeks off of that right. part of the show. Yeah. I mean, some podcasts take off like a month at, at Christmas time or oh, in the sure. summertime for their whole show, and it's just like, that's not yeah. us. We don't no. do that. We no. deliver. So We do, and yeah, holidays, vacations, we've always made it happen, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's okay for the weekend wrap-up. I think everybody understands, and if they yeah. don't, it's I'm okay. sorry. Yes. <laughs> it's my show. That's right. That's right. So. You still have us every Monday night or Tuesday night or whenever that's it works right. out, but... Um, for the most part, every Monday night, we're still going to be live. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to continue. I don't think there's any baseball after this weekend. So, oh, okay. So it should continue on Monday nights throughout the summer. So you got that to look forward to. But Very we nice. are live, and that is all that matters yes. right now. So hello, beautiful bell breakers. Welcome to the show. Yes. We got an interesting one to talk about. Well, they're always interesting they ones. Always that's interesting. always what I start. Yeah. This one's going to be interesting, guys. And <laughs> it's just like. But it is. They're it. always interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we need a new word because I feel like we watered down the word interesting. Un- unprecedented. Hope- <laughs> unprecedented. Uh, hopefully they have been interesting for everybody. They've been interesting for me. And yeah, that's me too. That's really what matters. Right. <laughs> is I, I, I do shows that interest me. Yes. So I hope everybody else is interested too. This one is interesting to me because nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Like we go... On different routes when we're coming up with topics. Sometimes we go on, well, everybody's talking about this, so we right. we got to talk about right. it. And then sometimes there's topics that, well, nobody's talking about it, so right. we need to talk and, about and it. And so. it seems like it should be talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something pretty major. 
Yeah, we are talking about the downfall of the nation of Sri Lanka. Yes. Which, if you don't know where that is, we'll tell you where it is. Um, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's the little island off the tip of India in the Indian yeah. Ocean. It's not a, really that little, I guess. No. It's a big island. No, yeah, off it's the a, tip it's a pretty big, not as big as Australia. But bigger than Hawaii. Yeah, so so that's your frame of <laughs> yeah. reference. Like, bigger than a small island and smaller than <laughs> a, a big, big island. island. <laughs> so it's well, right, I hope we're accurate for you. It's right in the middle. <laughs> if, you, if you can picture that, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, so apparently Sri Lanka not only went bankrupt the, this last week, but they also, yeah. like, collapsed completely. Yeah. Like, their government just doesn't exist at the moment. Right. Or in most capacities. Do you got a phone call already? I, I, I do. I'm sorry. Well... I will keep going. So, <laughs> as Bill takes his phone call, I will continue to push through this intro. Um, a- as I was saying, uh, this is uh, one of those in- instances where an entire nation... It's one of those weird in- instances where an entire nation just collapses on itself and just uh, completely folds on itself and goes bankrupt, which we talked about last week, I guess. We were talking about... Uh, what holds the United States together. And the only thing we could come up with, the only thing that unifies the United States, is the fact that the U.S. is too big to f- for everyone to allow to fail. It's like it's kind of like the, the, the housing bubble or the banking bubble in, uh, in 2008. It was too big to fail, so we had to bail them out. And I feel like that's what the United States was. Bill, you're back. Yes. I was saying how this one's interesting because... We talked, remember last week, about um, the United States being too big to fail, so it wouldn't yes. ever allow it to fail, and that's why we are unified, because right. the world powers or whatever feel that that would just be devastating blow to the world, world. economy. Right, right. But a small nation like Sri Lanka, yeah, yes, it has effects on the world economy, but I don't feel like we're... The world yeah. is as eager to, you know, bail out, like not not necessarily bail them out because I feel like there's all going to be all kinds of bailouts here, but yeah. to prop up the existing right. and keep it going because it's too big to fail. No, like I feel like the superpowers have been chomping at the bit for this right. one, just like with Ukraine and, yep. and places like that. It's yeah. just like, oh, another one's going to fail. Yeah, and just its location being so strategically located right. there in the the Indian Ocean is just like all these superpowers. You got China, you got yeah. the U.S., and you got India all surrounding them. Just like. Right. All right, what's going to go yeah. on? And, and they're who, all offering help. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We, oh, we got you. We you got don't you. want help from him. You yeah. want help from us. Yeah. Or or not not from India, not from China. What I, what we can offer you right. is better. Yeah. <laughs> Even though all the quote-unquote help from these countries is probably what got I was gonna Sri say, Lanka in the first place. the position yeah. it was in in the first place. Who, who are they going to sell their soul to this time? Yeah, right? exactly. So um, I'm going to make a lot of comparisons to... Haiti in this one mm-hmm. because the more I read about it because I didn't know hardly anything about right. Sri Lanka before I started looking into this today, but um, the more I read into it, I was like, "Wow, that's this sounds a lot like our Haiti episode." Yeah, right. Like a uh, little strategically located yeah. island country where that gets exploited by the superpowers because mm-hmm. of its location and its resources and yeah. stuff, and um, offered all this assistance that in the end just yeah. makes it worse than it was to begin with. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those also like Haiti. It's one of those where people saw it and its economy, they need a help and they're like, let's experiment with this. Yeah. We, we can we can do some different things and see what works. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, we talked. We we did a whole episode 
a year or so ago about mm-hmm. Haiti and that economic experiment there yeah. with like the Clinton Foundation and um, the U.S. kind of exploiting yeah. uh, the people and the resources there. So go back and listen to that one. I feel like I haven't listened to that one since then, but I no, feel I like there's either. probably going to be some parallels between the so, two. Yeah. And I am going to make some Haiti connections here back and forth during this episode too. Yeah. So that should be fun. Before we get into this episode, obviously we gotta mention our freedom loving coffee sponsor that is Run Your Mouth Coffee, who promote that's the wrong button. There it is. We'll get our shit together today. You're making phone calls. I'm clicking the I wrong know, buttons. I know. Run your mouth coffee. They sponsor free speech. They sponsor your ability to run your mouth. Run a show, a podcast, or a forum or something, and just be able to state your business, state your opinions, and debate back and forth without the fear of being censored, getting kicked off of platforms, or, or what have you, um, ostracized from society. That, that's, that's a good word. That's a big one. Yes. But um, Run Your Mouth Coffee does not believe in that. They believe in your right to free speech, and they also make damn good coffee. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, and you'll get 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping, and that's an awesome deal. It is. And it's delicious, and you should drink it and support freedom. Support companies that support your liberties, like Run Your Mouth Coffee. Absolutely. Check us out all over social media. If you haven't done so already, go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We got a Facebook forum called the Breaking the Bell Forum, where you can jump in and join the conversation and comment on the stuff we talk about. You can post your memes and do all that fun stuff. I like to hang out on Twitter. I do all that same stuff just on a, a much broader scale. And I like to talk shit to people and about people and for like with people on uh, Twitter. Uh, same thing. Post your comments and your memes and make fun of people with me and talk shit with me because it's, it's fun. Like you said, yes. Um, you can find us on most of those. Our handle is at BreakTheBellPod. Join us. Like us. Be our friends because we need more friends. We definitely love us. Yes, love us. <laughs> there should be a love button, not there just should. a like yes. button. So we're going to get into this episode. We're going to talk about Sri Lanka, which is probably a topic I never suspected, right. expected to talk about on the show, yeah. but we're going to anyway. Absolutely. So, even though nobody else in the mainstream seems to really be covering it, we are mm-hmm. going to cover Sri Lanka and its downfall. And, and I'm sure we'll get there that there's probably good reason why they're not. Oh, I'm sure there is, too. I'm sure there's a lot of cover-up going yeah. on there. So we're going to get into this intro video, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the fall of Sri Lanka. That's a hard word to say. It is. Sri. We'll be back. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You're talking to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Who are you talking to? 
And once again, we're back. Hello there. We say we'll be back, and we every time we, we, we come, come back. back. Yes. Most of the time. Sometimes. Is there a time we hadn't? I don't know. There's been times that I'm like, okay, we're going back, and then I'm like, nope, not yet, not yet, <laughs> not yet. But uh, that's just a teaser. Yeah. yeah. So, but we, we are always back. leave them wanting more, right? <clears throat> Obviously. So as of Tuesday, is from what I heard, as of Tuesday, the island nation of Sri Lanka is bankrupt. And how often do you hear of a country declaring bankruptcy? Or I mean, is it? Do they declare bankruptcy? Like, how does that work exactly? <laughs> Yeah, it, it, you know, it seems to happen more and more often in the last 20 years. So, uh, I mean, what was the last one? The last big was one Greece? was Greece, I yeah. think. Yeah, back in, uh, was it 2009, 2010? Uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's been a little while, but long enough, or like close enough that <laughs> I remember it, but long enough ago that we haven't talked about it on the show. So That's true. That's um, true. So if you want a visual, let me get rid of this logo. You want a visual, I'm going to kill the music. Visual of where Sri Lanka is located. Um, I got it pulled up here on a map that I got to figure out how to share. <laughs> almost there. We almost got our stuff together today. Almost. So this right here is India, Okay. if you're unaware. kind of looks like Texas, but it's not Texas for all of you Americans who don't know world geography. <laughs> this is indeed India, and this... Red dot right here. This teardrop shaped, I'd say a decent sized, oh yeah, less definitely. than huge island, but it, it's a pretty fair sized island. This yeah. is Sri Lanka here, and again, I I feel stupid that I didn't realize where Sri Lanka. You I know, had to look it up myself. I, I thought it was the island off of Africa's coast. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. which one is that one? I I don't remember now. <laughs> I had that it. one. That one right I there. Th yeah, I thought it was that, that one. That is not Sri Lanka. Yeah, well, I know that now. That is <laughs> nameless, apparently. <laughs> is it Madagascar? Madagascar. That's it, that uh, one. Is that? It's no. It yeah, Madagascar. Oh, yeah. Okay. You should have known that. I, I mean, there's a whole freaking Disney movie. About I know, it. right? There's no Disney movie called <laughs> Sri Lanka. Lanka. <laughs> Thank God. But that's where <laughs> Sri Lanka is. It's, okay. It's okay. a island nation. If I would have looked at just a world map without yes. reading things, I would have just assumed that was part of India. Yeah. And I'm sure at one point it probably I, was I part of India. I, yeah, probably. I, I would say that that is probably a, a very strategic spot. Uh, yeah, that from what I've heard, it is very the the strategery of its location is very prominent. Yes, because you got China over here. Yes, you've got uh, Africa over here. Yeah, and. Um, the whole Indian Ocean is right there. Right. You got right. India right there, which <laughs> right. billions of dollars, I'm sure, in import, export. Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently, this island nation is pretty strategic to the, the China Belt oh, it Initiative. Is. Okay. The Belt Road Initiative, whatever they call it. Yeah. BRI. Yeah. Belt Road Initiative. Yeah. There BRI you go. BRI sounds like an 80s rock band. Yeah. Remember, we talked about that whole yeah. initiative to get like product from China to Africa. Right, right. Well, that's apparently like a big step in yeah. that is uh because Sri Lanka right there. Africa has I mean China has a lot of investments in Africa. Yeah. And what as we talk today, you're going to find out a lot of what we talked about about their like indebtedness or like debt owning with African nations, yeah. like the poor developing African nations. Mm -hmm. We talked about China kind of developing them up but in kind of a predatory loan right. manner. Right, right, So, right. like, what was that African nation where they just now own the international airport oh, there? Uganda. Was that what it was? Yeah. Well, 
you're, you you see a lot of the similarities there in Sri Lanka. Yeah. There's like a major one of the major ports there is owned fully for by like China. Well, it's not owned, I guess. It's uh they have a 99 year control lease over it. <laughs> so, so not that's that big a, that's a deal. That's a pretty pretty good piece of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually <laughs> it'll be returned to the Sri right, Lankans, right. but for now. Mm-hmm. So now now my question, we were talking about uh, how does a country go bankrupt? Because right. everybody feels like personal bank- bankruptcy, like you just wipe your debt clean, right. except for like student loans, and yeah. then you just don't owe that debt. It's like, oh, we just owe a bunch yeah. of car loans and house loans. Let's just declare right. bankruptcy. That all goes away. Yeah, you liquid your, liquidate your assets, right? Right. Does that happen in a country? Do you just Does the debt go away? I, I, I don't believe so. Well, if, believe so. if it does, then you got to liquidate your assets would be yeah. your your land. Right, right. So do you just yeah that, give up your land to your debtors at that point? Well, like how do I I don't yeah. understand. Somebody I mean, who knows what they're talking about tell me how a country goes into bankruptcy. Yeah, I I mean basically I I think uh they have to start selling off like like parts of their their country, <laughs> right? I mean the United States when the United States was selling off like debt to China Right, I mean, basically that when that, they were, or they well, they still, still are, are. <laughs> but they sell off like basically parts of the Fed to this other country. So, oh, God, what a headache! What a yeah, that's globalism at its finest. It is. I it mean, really is. Yeah, I mean, you just borrow money from these other countries, yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, China's like we'll what a fifteen percent stake owner in the United States now, right? So, yeah, God. Um, so, so they've considered bankruptcy. Does anybody care about this? Doesn't should sound like we it. care about this? Is this I, something that we should be like, eh, we, like, we probably should pay attention to this, or is it I, just like, you know, they screwed themselves, just <laughs> let that go? I, I think whenever a country basically is selling its soul to another country, potentially hostile one, yeah, it's important, you know, or. You know, if it's one where, you know, like we talked about, if it's one where the United States has had a hand in its downfall, right? I mean, because that's kind of what they want to do here is what they're doing there. Right. So, so again. I, yeah, I, I think it's, it's major news. Should, so, I guess the question, should we care? Should we intervene? Because we're going to, did it you know, help, we're going did to. Did it help before? <laughs> did it help Haiti? Right, right. Did it help anywhere else that we've been? Afghanistan, has it helped here? Pakistan, yeah, right. Does intervention ever help? No, no, no because there's never no strings attached exactly. to intervention. It's always it always comes yeah. with a nice little care package yeah. that has all these massive yes. strings attached. Yeah. And I I feel like that's what we're going to see. Yeah. Uh, let, let's take a little bit of dig into this because. Like, my first thought was, because this popped up, I think you sent it to me, you're like, yeah. hey, Sri Lanka is bankrupt. And then a few minutes later, you're saying, hey, Sri Lanka has basically fallen as a country. I'm like, what the fuck's yeah, going on? Right. Um, so my first thought was, like, how does this just happen? Right. Just so instantaneously happen. And then, apparently, like, as I started digging, this has been going on for some time. Yeah. Yeah, like there, you, you just Google Sri Lanka. Yeah, it's yeah. not in the headlines, but you Google it and you get articles clear back like l- late last year. That's yeah. like uh, Sri Lanka economy is spiraling out of yeah. the the shitter, and uh, but, in March it's like, will Sri Lanka survive? The, it's yeah. the protesters as far back as March marching yeah. on the government. And it's just like, where the hell was this in the news? Yeah, well, I know, and that's that's what surprised me. Well, and then back in 
uh, what was the one I, I sent you? And it talked about how their GDP was up way high and, and how successful they were. And then it's like two months later, all of a sudden they're in a downward spiral. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, okay, how long ago was that? Do you remember? Oh, let me see. Like I said, I, I because know I... and that raises a lot of questions to me. Like, how yeah. does it just all of a sudden decide to go down the shitter? And a lot of it is being blamed on, obviously, COVID-19. Yeah. And what's the other big one? The, um, the, the war in Russia? Yeah. Obviously, Ukraine, those yeah. two big things. Yeah. Do you got it? Yep. Okay. So this is from 2000, January 2021. So not that long at all. Hold no. On. It says uh, um, retail army helps Sri Lanka stock skyrocket to the world's best. So it had like the world's best stock yeah, in, in 2021. January so, 2021. So why are we blaming the pandemic on this spiral then? Yeah. Well, I'm guessing that retail army <laughs> is foreign investors. Exploiters? Yes. Like yes. the retail armies that, that happen to like yeah. help assist Haiti by chance? Yeah. Yep. Like I said, and I will say a bunch of times, this Sri Lanka seems like it's the Haiti of Asia. Yeah. And your comment to that was, you're like, uh, they probably have Hades all over the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> By Hades, we mean little <laughs> tiny nations that yep. superpowers like to exploit. Yeah, right. And they fight like over. to send all these foreign investors in with promises of making them super successful first world countries, and then here they are. Yep. So let's go to the headlines. Um, as of this was Wednesday of last week, on CNN it says, Sri Lanka is bankrupt, the prime minister says. It's like they don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> so this is in Colombo, Sri Lanka. says, Sri Lanka's bankrupt pi- Prime Minister Ranil... <laughs> and I got a slew of names to pronounce in this episode because oh, apparently the Sri Lankans <laughs> have the most messed up names. Says Prime Minister Ranil Wickremeshing <laughs> on Tuesday, as the country suffers its worst financial crisis in decades, leaving yep. millions struggling to buy food, medicine, and fuel. It's funny that they say that because I think as I so showed you in 2013, they were also in dire straits where the president had to resign because... But I, th- I think it was the same president, to be honest. Was it? They I think brought him I, back? I feel like <laughs> this guy has been out and in and out a couple times. Okay, well, I don't even feel bad for him then. No, no, not at all. It's, it's like some power family. It's some like elitist power family in, oh, okay. in the country that's probably... <laughs> Using a lot to his right. own to yeah. benefit his own family, yeah. and he's probably got a son that's riding around like uh, eating or like <laughs> snorting uh, Parmesan cheese off the carpet <laughs> and uh, making these backdoor deals for yep. him and his family, S- selling pictures for five hundred thousand dollars that they paint. <laughs> exactly, huh? So I'm just going to call him the Prime Minister because I'm not going to try to say that name. The Prime Minister told lawmakers that negotiations with the International Monetary Fund to revive the country's collapsed economy are difficult because the South Asian nation of 22 million has entered the talks as a bankrupt country rather than a developing one. So they went from the status of a developing nation to now they are the status of a bankrupt nation, which sounds like worse. Yeah, right. They went from... Hey, I got a great business idea to do you guys ha- can I have that cheese off that taco? <laughs> <laughs> we are now participating in nog- negotiations as a bankrupt country. Therefore, we have to face a more difficult and complicated situation than previous negotiations. Makes sense. Uh, due to the state of bankruptcy our country is in, we have to submit a plan on our debt our debt sustainability to the International Monetary Fund separately. 
Only when they are satisfied with that plan can we reach an agreement at that staff level. It is not straight a straightforward process. So it sounds yeah. like they're trying to get the IMF to bail yeah. them out. And the IMF's going to go through their list and be like, do you really need Netflix? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, do, do your people really need that much rice a year? <laughs> right. I don't like where you're getting your fuel from. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should get your, your oil from here yeah. instead. They're a little bit cheaper. I mean, the IMF is predominantly... Yeah. the United States. So, right. you know they're going to have like oh, well, yeah. well, you, it says here your primary uh oil export is from Russia. Yeah, that that's your problem right there. Yeah. Um we're going to have to change that up. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to get it from OPEC like everybody yes. else. Yes. Sri Lanka is in the midst of its worst fri- financial crisis in 7 decades after its foreign exchange reserve plummeted to record lows, with dollars running out to pay for essential imports including food, medicine and fuel. So, Last I had heard, they were, like, before they could just borrow, like, billions of dollars from, like, China or right. from India or something, last I had heard, um, it's taking everything for them to find money by the millions of dollars. Like, to find, like, a million dollars to pay something. Oh, really? They they can't come up, they can't borrow a million bucks right now. So they're they're searching the, uh, the couch cushions. Uh, yes. It says, President <laughs> Gatabaya Rajapaska. Paksa <laughs> tweeted Wednesday that he had sought assistance from Russian President Vladimir Putin and requested an offer of credit support to import fuel. How do you think that went over with the IMF? Yeah, probably not well at all. So again, go remember this is this last Tuesday mm-hmm. they declared bankrupt. Like like uh, Michael Scott on the office. <laughs> I declare <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> it's like you just can't say it. And I I yeah. declared it, so it I it's true. <laughs> um, so declare bankruptcy Tuesday. By Wednesday, this president is uh, seeking assistance from Vladimir Putin for credit to support to import fuel, and then by this time this week. Where's the president? He's gone. He's, he's completely <laughs> yeah. gone. He, he's out. Yeah. He's out. How do you think? How do you suppose that happened? <laughs> you think there may have been some foreign meddling on the part of that? Yeah, a little bit. Because I I know as of right now, and I'll get into it. Um, there's protesters like swimming in his swimming pool. They like mm-hmm. stormed his house. He ran, right. fled, and yeah. now they're I, just. I saw like, pictures on Twitter up. of people sitting on his couch, like they're at the Capitol building. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, but but it's fine there. <laughs> yeah, but here we're terrorists. Right, right, right. yeah, right. There, it's hey, uh, this was um, some like ruthless whatever yeah, right. corrupt leader. Yeah. That, so that's fine. But yeah. here, yeah. terrorists. Uh, our leader's good. Why would people do that? <laughs> In several major cities, uh, including Sri Lanka's commercial capital, Colombo. What's a commercial capital? Yeah. Is there like, right. uh, like an actual one and then our commercial one? The one know. that we filmed the commercials in because it's that's, pretty. That's probably it. Uh, in several major cities, including Colombo, hundreds continue to queue or wait in line, as we say here in the United States, yes. for hours to buy fuel, sometimes clashing with police and the military as they wait. Schools have been suspended, and fuel has been limited to essential services. So schools got shut down because right. they couldn't keep the lights on at the schools. Right. They're trying to, uh, like, yeah. downgrade the power. Yeah. I, I heard that they, they even shut off the streetlights. Oh, wow. That's yeah. sucks. <laughs> on Sunday, Sri Lanka's energy minister, Kanchana Wizerkara, <laughs> said the country— like we need a supercut of you pronouncing names. <laughs> said the country had less than a day's worth of fuel left. Holy crap. So you think 
You think gas shortage is bad here Yeah. sometimes. They have a day's worth left as of Tuesday. I don't know where that's sitting now. Right. It probably got imported so, from yeah, somebody. Somebody probably ships them in. It says, in terms of fuel and food, our country was going to have to face this crisis at some point in time. Fuel was scarce. Food prices went up, he said. They're like, eh, we had to do it at some point or another. Right. So I guess why not? Yeah. Why not now? Um, it says, adding international crises like Russia's war in, in Ukraine have made things worse. So, again, we got COVID right. that they're blaming. We have the Russian-Ukraine war that right. they're blaming. But as you pointed out, they seem to be doing okay last year right. post, post-COVID post shutdowns yeah. and stuff. But apparently it got shitty again. <laughs> says, on Tuesday, the prime minister said he hoped that a report on debt restructuring and sustainability would be submitted to the IMF by August. Once there is an agreement, a comprehensive loan assistance program would be prepared for a period of four years. <laughs> so, so bailout money. Yes. Yeah. Again, that was Tuesday. One major concern that I see here, because apparently the inflation was is set, or it's it's not there yet, but it's predicted to be at sixty percent by the end of the year. Sixty freaking percent! Holy crap! One of the issues that they're pointing out here is money printing. Really? Yes. Well, that's shocking. Shock. Nobody does money that. printing <laughs> causes inflation, right? I, I, that's and this is Bloomberg that's reporting on this. It says Sri Lanka is aiming to stop its money printing because inflation is nearing 60%. Huh. Yeah, I wonder if someone has asked them to do that because maybe they, they're not aware. Yeah. As yeah. we were not aware. I, I mean, we're still not aware. <laughs> right? That money printing doesn't do that. No. No, that's crazy. Because this one says Sri Lanka, which has run out of dollars to purchase fuel and is printing rupees to pay salary local salaries, aims to stop injecting local currency to quash Asia's fastest inflation. Huh. So they had the fastest growing economy. And then. And now they have the fastest, the fastest growing, growing inflation. inflation huh. And they were printing money and they hope to stop the inflation or at least like slow inflation by stopping printing money is there mm. is there some lessons that can be applied here you, maybe don't make a monkey the national pet <laughs> now now if you look at it the gdp of uh sri lanka is 80 billion dollars yeah. as of before this <laughs> right, all right. crashed now it's probably nothing 80 cents the us <laughs> gdp is 20 trillion dollars mm-hmm. that's 250 times higher i i get that the economy is more than just gdp but you can see right. the economy size difference yeah. now are we more protected from such a catastrophe because we have such a higher like gdp a much higher economy like are we more like i don't know like further away from being right. Like crashing that yeah. hard, or is it like more of the bigger they are, the the harder they fall type scenario? That would be my guess. Yes, my guess is we could probably hold out longer yeah. and just make the bubble it, even worse. Right, and that's exactly what we would do. Yeah, is just keep pumping stuff in there to yep. keep it going so that it would seem like a softer fall. Right, but as you said, I think eventually, I mean, it's gonna pop, and it's right? gonna pop so much harder. Yeah, it's gonna pop so hard. <laughs> so. Yeah, we have, I think, more resources to um, fabricate right. a surviving economy. Yeah. To to fake that things are going okay. We can just like move yeah. shit around right, a little right. bit more. Yeah. But in the end, when it does fail, it fails that much 
harder, right. which is why we came to the conclusion last week that the United States yeah. is too big to allow to fail. Yeah. Um, whether yeah. or not it should. Right. And uh, like this country, it's like, like I said at the, asked at the beginning, should we intervene or is this just on on them? Yes, it sucks for the people, but yeah. I, like, I, at what point do we have to say? Same with like, um. Like military affairs. Right. It's like, oh, what point do we just say, that's not our business? Right, right. Because then you get in a position like Afghanistan, right? right. Where, I mean, it's going to fall to somebody eventually. Yeah. So, but in this case, you know, I, I would argue that, you know, based on what I saw is that the United States had a good hand in this. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get there too. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's there, definitely. But... Um, yeah, I I feel like the foreign intervention is probably how it got there in the yeah, in the first right. place. And so now they're just setting themselves up for more foreign. And maybe this time they'll be like, you know what, you tried last time. We're gonna try these guys over here. <laughs> or or they'll be like, you know, um, if you just give us more, right. and then we can borrow more on top of that. It's yeah, it, just make us the fifty first state. Can yeah, you, there can you, you go. do that? Perfect. <laughs> So uh, well, they won't do that because then they got to pay minimum wage too, that's federal true. minimum oh, wage. We can't have like cheap yeah. labor. Just like we, I think we brought that up in Haiti. Yeah, yeah, yep. we, that was we one talked of the problems about in Haiti, like how uh, U.S. interventions mm-hmm. kept the uh, minimum wage yeah. lower. Like yeah. they lobbied the Haitians to keep their minimum yeah. wage lower so yeah. we could have cheaper. <laughs> right, that's right. They fabricated labor. these protests and stuff just yep. to keep it down. That's some yeah. bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't think that's it's going like, on yes, here? U.S. is coming. We're going to get a better minimum wage. No. <laughs> so like I said, bankrupt last week. This week, the president resigning. Yes. Is set to resign. I think he's well. He's out. obviously out of the presidential palace because yeah. <laughs> they're swimming in his pool, but he's... <laughs> Proposing, he's supposed to resign by Wednesday, from what oh, I had heard, and even the uh, the prime minister. Which th- I feel like, not I feel like that. I know that there was like a lot of contention between the presidency and the prime minister positions, and I mm-hmm. think one of them was like one side, the other was another side as far as like their foreign relations and gotcha. stuff. And so the president is definitely resigning and the prime minister's like i will resign once the new government takes power and i'm just like will you or are you just saying right, that right. to make everybody happy yeah and or it, so you won't get killed and, right and, and you know and it it's got to be bad if the president's resigning yeah right because right. how many times you see countries go to shit and the and the president's still like you know, no, everything's fine. We got this, right? Well, when the president is fleeing the capital, yeah. Where was the last place we saw that? I can't even remember. There's been a couple countries yeah. we've done recently yeah. where the president's just like, "I'm out. <laughs> yeah, See <right>. ya." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. We'll have to go. I, back I remember talking it. about it. Yes. There's there's a lot of them. We'll have to go back through our repertoire. Oh, it was Afghanistan. Was that what it was? Yeah. He's like, uh, we will stand strong as a people. And then. Uh, <laughs> Five minutes later, he's like, I'm out. Was that See his ya. plane? Did he just leave? <laughs> yeah. So so this is from People. It says, Sri Lankan president is to resign after outraged protesters occupy his home and even swim in his pool. Uh, so here's... This, this looks similar to the January 6th stuff, doesn't it? Really it really does, yes. They're staying in the rails. Is there a guy with a buffalo hat? <laughs> I don't see one. <laughs> it's got to be there somewhere. <laughs> Sri Lanka's government will soon be restructured after a series of escalating protests in the island nation's capital demonstrate overwhelming distrust in the president's leadership. President Rajapaska, uh, Prime Minister 
Wickram Singhi and other top officials lost significant support from constituents when alleged mismanagement steered Sri Lanka into a severe economic crisis. Yeah, it'd be hard to trust your government when uh, yeah. you come on like international television and you're like, guys, we're bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. When, uh, like, how pissed off are people about like gas prices now here? Oh, yeah. There's right. plenty of them, at least half the country that's like, we need this guy out. Oh, yeah. Now, imagine if you found out we have one day left of gas, gas in the entire country. Yeah. I yeah. think that there would that's probably be like rioting in the streets. Some freaking Mad Max shit right there. Right. <laughs> says, for months, protesters have used peaceful methods to urge for new leadership. But over the weekend, national unrest reached a crescendo, moving from the streets to the leaders' Colombo homes. Again, it it tells me there's got to be some kind of like NED style, right? Like push, yeah, for them to just all of a sudden, because I mean, it's been going on for yeah, for for, for a, a year, year, yeah, two years now, just like the gas getting higher yeah. and higher, food getting higher and higher. Yep. I mean, does it necessarily take the prime minister saying? Oh, we're bankrupt for that, and right. then that sparked it, or do you think that there's like some foreign? NGOs there right. that are training up the protesters, and they're like, this is our moment. Yeah. Go get it. Yeah. No, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Because up until now, it's been peaceful, like it right. says. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, yeah. okay, let, let, let's go do this now. I mean, at some point, the flip, the flip, the switch does flip in people. Yeah. There is that line. It's just like, all right, we can't hold out on this. The, yeah. This isn't working. Let's, let's switch from the peaceful to the less peaceful tactics right. here. So maybe it was organic, but as we... Right. Research a lot of these conflicts in all these countries. It usually yeah. is less organic than we'd like to think. Right. Says on Saturday, one one day after the president fled his home, a large mob breached and occupied the official presidential residence. According to photos and witness accounts, protesters on the grounds have lounged on his furniture, laid on his bed, cooked in his kitchens, gasp, <laughs> and splashed around in his large pool. <laughs> Domestic terrorists. Oh, my god! Look at that. Look the, at them splashing in his pool. How evil. I wonder if any of them peed in the pool. <laughs> you know they peed in the pool. After a long day of protests, that doesn't sound like a long day of protests. Yeah, right. They, were, they went to a mansion, Ooh. they cooked some dinner, guys, swam around the pool, guys, watched TV. that was TV. a rough one. <laughs> yeah. That was a rough one. Woo, I hope we don't have to do another one of these. <laughs> so it says... Uh, after a long day of protests, the president announced his intention to resign effective Wednesday. Why? Why Wednesday? What? Yeah. What's significant about Wednesday? Is he hoping between now and then something right. happens? Yeah, somebody gives some money. Yeah. Just like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I promise by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. It says uh, the prime minister also offered to resign once a new government is in place. Though his announcement did not absolve him, as protesters lit his residence on fire. Oh, he should have done what the president did. Yeah. <laughs> At least he'd still have a house. Yes. <laughs> they swam in his... Maybe they showed up and there was no pool. Yeah, right. Or he had no food to no cook. No food, yeah. And they're like, fuck this guy. Yeah, let his burn house his place. Like the president, uh, the prime minister was not home at the time. After Convenient. the news broke... That the protesters had been successful, celebratory fireworks rang out in Colombo. Wait, how did they afford fireworks? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe they found them at the president's yeah, right, mansion. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it says a member of the opposition party told the Washington Post, this was a failed president and a failed government, and this was the might of the people on show. So what do you think of all this? Worst economic crisis in the country in 70 years. Yeah. Right. 
They owe everybody out their ass. Yeah. They s- declare bankruptcy by just declaring yeah. I am but, bankrupt. But they were a toast of the of the ball a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And how many it makes you wonder how many of these countries, these up and coming, up and rising stars are gonna go yeah. this direction right. over time when they can't uh pay off their debts that they sucker themselves into or yeah. they get suckered into or strong armed into because they have no other choice. It's like how many of these are going to go that direction? Mm-hmm. Like this just seems this seems like a prediction of what's to come in so many other yeah. other places that were supposed to be right. uh you know making the all these poor nations more equitable and more yeah. uh, on the same playing field as our, the superpowers, but it's well, like we prop them up and then we just like dump them off the table. Yeah, well, and that's that's it exactly. Or you know, their culture can't handle the exploitation, right? <laughs> right. But I, I had heard that similar things are happening in other countries, like the Netherlands and um, a couple other African countries. What's going on in the Netherlands? Uh, I heard similar thing, uh, record inflation, protest, uh, that type of thing, and I, I think uh, Algeria is or Albania, Albania and okay. Tunisia are the sim- same thing. Wow. So, so the the last thing I want to read here is it says the economic situation already reeling from a COVID related halt in tourism dollars has been exacerbated by Ru- the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which had proven to have worldwide consequence on prices and imports. And I know those things did have yeah. major impact. I get that. But it takes a certain kind of leader to overcome that and not make stupid decisions that benefit his family or right. benefit the elitists or just stupid decisions in general. Yeah. Like, oh, that that Ponzi scheme sounds like a great idea. Right. You know? Um, sure. We'll, we'll buy 5747s. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, or there... Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll let China come in here yeah. and pay for, yeah. like, give us this money and build up our infrastructure. What could go yeah, wrong? Right. Nike wants to build a plant? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great idea. <laughs> so, I guess bef- to to get into, like, what's going on, we got to have a little bit of backstory sure. on Sri Lanka because, again, I don't know anything about Sri Lanka. Right. But apparently there was a civil war there for the last, like, 30 years up yeah. till. 2009, yes. I think, is when it yeah. ended. So, yeah. like, from mid-'80s so to two. It was kind of, yeah. So, foreign investors didn't want to have anything to do with it, like, during the Civil War. It really? was just too unstable. It's like... No, <laughs> hands off. Yeah? Yeah. And then once that once that was cleared up... And how was that ever a thing? How have right? we ever taken that... Like, we never take that route anywhere else where there's, like, Civil War. <laughs> right? It's like, uh, it's, too, it's too unstable over there. Yeah. Most of the time now, at least, since post-2001, it's like, oh, it's unstable there. Let's go get our hands dirty. <laughs> Woo! Well, to be fair, I don't think Sri Lanka has oil. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> which is the, probably that's a big the difference maker. <laughs> yeah, yes. that is a big difference. It's like, well, do they got any natural resources to exploit? Uh, they, got uh, they, got, they got coconuts <laughs> and rice. Uh, we get our rice from Haiti. We're good there. Yeah, right. uh, coconuts, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of other uh, yeah. tropical regions that we possess, so... Yeah, not not so much exploiting of the natural resources. Yeah. So we'll wait for them yeah. to f- figure their <laughs> shit out. So keep going. You were talking. Oh yeah. So yeah, they nobody wanted to touch it during the Civil War. Once that got resolved, then all of a sudden everybody wanted a piece of the pie, yeah. as as Shocking. typical, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, I think it was like 2013 is when 
uh, they they did away with the last leader. Yeah, uh, like you said, maybe the same guy. I don't know. I think at least in the same family, maybe. Yeah, and then foreign investors started moving in about the same time as Ukraine's foreign investors started no, coming shocking. in. Shocking, right? <laughs> wow, it's it, it's crazy all the parallels that yeah. happen here and um, how events like coincide mm-hmm. in different regions at the same time. Yeah, like for example, and I'm going to talk about this more later, like. The tsunami or the the earthquake in Haiti happened like a couple years after the tsunami in Sri Lanka, yeah. and they just happened to have some similar <laughs> outcomes, right. similar investors going in, like yeah. the Clintons, and helping yeah. out with this. And again, yeah. I'm going to talk about this more later. But it's just weird how things just happen in like waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like we just chalk it up as coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for example. Uh, I think we talked, was it last week where we were talking about these uprising of like these little pockets of civil di- disorder, yeah. like around the same time as the Revolutionary War, it just kind right. of like yes. across Europe. And then the same mm-hmm. thing with like communism, mm-hmm. it sparked here and then it was all of a sudden there, right. there, and there, and there. And it's just like, is this yeah. coincidence or is there some, yeah. uh, we talked about like this, like um, outside push right. in regions. Yeah, to to just flip economies, kind of shake shit. things up a little yeah. bit. Every yeah, yeah, so we often. talked about shaking yeah. up the snow globe. Right, I right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I definitely think this was shaking up the snow globe. Yeah. So uh, this from Thoughtco. It said it talks about the Sri Lanka civil war. It's just a little bit of background. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, I feel like we gotta know a little yeah, bit of little history about it going on. to know how they got to where they are. Because uh, it says, in the late 20th century, the island nation of Sri Lanka tore itself apart in a brutal civil war. At the most basic level, the conflict arose from the ethnic tension between the Sinhalese and the Tamil citizens. In reality, though, the causes were much more complex and arose in part because of Sri Lanka's colonial history. So, right, colonial background. Right. Freaking ruled British. by Great Britain. Yeah. At the same time as India, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. They didn't have a Gandhi, though. Yeah, unfortunately, no Gandhi. Uh, Great Britain ruled Sri Lanka, that then called Ceylon, from 1850 to 1948. When the British arrived, the country was dominated by the Sinhalese speakers, whose ancestors likely arrived on the island from India in the 500s BCE, so a long fucking time ago. Yeah. Sri Lankan people seem to have been in contact with Tamil speakers from southern India since at least the 2nd century BCE. But uh, migrations of significant numbers of Tamils to the island appear to have taken place later between the 7th and 11th centuries CE, the Common Era. So you're talking like two people groups that, yeah, yeah, I I get that the Sinhalese people were there first, technically. Yeah. And then the, the Tamils came in later mm-hmm. but you're talking 7th through the 11th right. centuries yeah you're right. talking how many thousand like hundreds of years ago yeah. right a lot of hundreds of Lots years of ago hundreds of years ago yeah. so you you think by now they'd figure out how to fucking <laughs> right. get along on Apparently this little not. island yeah Right. It's not like this spread out continent. It's like this little island. And yeah. they're like, oh, hey. Oh, hey. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> right. Exactly. And fuck you for the next like, <laughs> 600 years. Yeah, serious. In 1850, the population of Ceylon numbered about 3 million, predominantly Buddhist Sinhalese, and 300,000 mostly Hindu Tamils. So hmm. there you go. You got religious differences, yep, too. And, but aren't they supposed to be like the two most peaceful <sighs> religions? <laughs> Yet think so. 
Uh, the British established huge cash crop plantations on the island, first of coffee and later of rubber and tea. I didn't know that rubber was a cash crop. Mm, I didn't. Where, where do you grow rubber? <laughs> Colonial officials brought in approximately a million Tamil speakers from India to work as plantation laborers. You mean slaves? Yes, sounds like <laughs> it. So it's similar to what happened here between, yeah. like, I yes, I, I know that whites weren't here first, but we brought in blacks as the slaves, right. and then how much contention was there between blacks and whites for the next, like, hundreds yeah. of years? Right. Uh, the British also established schools in the northern... Tamil majority part of the colony and preferentially appointed Tamils to bureaucratic positions, angering the Sinhalese majority. I, I don't need all the backstory, but you get but, but you get you the get contention the, yeah, here. You get the British coming in and they determine the winners and losers. Yeah, they're so like, they take you know the what, minority we, and they'll be like, you know what, they're easier to work with. We're gonna put them in charge. We like these guys. They're they're yeah. <laughs> easier to get. And outcome. their name is easier to pronounce. Yes. The British granted Ceylon or Sri Lanka today independence in nineteen forty eight. The Sinhalese majority immediately began to pass laws that discriminated against Tamils, particularly the Indian Tamils brought to the island by the British. They made the Sinhalese the official made Sinhalese the official language, driving Tamils out of civil service. The Ceylon Citizen Act of 48 effectively barred Indian Tamils from holding citizenship, making stateless people out of some 700,000. This was remedied until, was not remedied until 2003, and anger over such measures fueled the bloody rioting and broke out repeatedly in the following years. So apparently uh, the Civil War officially broke out in 1983. There was riots, and then uh, the Tamil... They call themselves Tamil Tigers, which sounds like Ooh. a school mascot. Yeah, it doesn't sound team, right? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound like a freaking like insurgency group. Right. It sounds like like a sports team, like you said. <laughs> the Tamil Tigers, the fighting Tamil Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they killed thirteen soldiers and then that sparked Well well no no. That smart sparked the the Sinhalese to kill 2,500 to 3,000 Tamils. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. 13 <laughs> that's soldiers. Nice even. <laughs> and then we'll, 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 yeah, proportion. We'll see your 13, right. and we will, we'll raise it 3,000. Yeah. That's like Israel and Palestine, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Says the Tamil Tigers declared the first Elam war uh, from 1983 to 87. So you got the first one to 83 to 87. Okay. Um, India intervened because. They're probably like, you know, this is really close to us. And right. This yeah. does not you guys look good. A little close. In 87, uh, India decided to directly intervene uh, by sending peacekeepers, which is my favorite term. <laughs> yeah. Quote unquote peacekeepers. Now, when they decide, when the UN or somebody decides to send peacekeepers to the United States because we're too big to fail, right. that's when we know we're fucked. Exactly. Because peacekeepers yeah. never mean peacekeepers. peacekeepers. We saw peacekeepers in Haiti. Yes. Um, and that was really bad yeah. and really ugly there. Uh, it says India was concerned about separatism in its own Tamil region. Um, it says the peacekeeper mission was to disarm militants on both sides in preparation for peace talks. Oh, peacekeepers, like, we're going to make you peaceful <laughs> yeah, by taking right. your guns away. Um, the Indian peacekeeping forces of 100,000 troops not only was it unable to quell the conflict, it actually began fighting with the Tamil Tigers <laughs> because okay. the Tigers refused to disarm, obviously. Okay. Okay. And obviously. they sent female bombers and child soldiers to attack the Indians, and relations escalated into running skirmishes between the peacekeeping troops and the Tamil guerrillas. 
I thought they were the Tigers. So then came the second Elon War, which doesn't sound too much like the first one ever ended, but there was the second one, uh, which went from, looks like, 91. Uh, yeah, from, like, 90 to 91 or something like that. So it sounds like they had, like, three years of, of like, peace talks uh, or something. Peacekeeping. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then uh, the third Elon War was in 95. And then... Uh, I can't get into all these, but eventually in 2009, um, things kind of just ended. Yeah. They were like, you know, this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. We're, we're not 12 anymore. Apparently, guys. the U.S. had something to do with this because it of says uh, the September 11th attacks in the U.S. and the subsequent war on terror made it difficult for the Tigers to get overseas funding and support. The U.S. also began to offer direct aid to Sri Lankan government despite its terrible human rights record over the course of the Civil War. Throughout 2002 and 2003, Sri Lanka and the Tamil Tigers negotiated various ceasefires and signed a memorandum of understanding, again mediated by Norwegians. Oh. But those failed, obviously. Oh, of course, because they're Norwegian. So, on May of 2009, it says the Sri Lankan government declared victory over the Tamil Tigers. Uh, the following day, an official Tiger website conceded, <laughs> This battle has reached its bitter end. People in Sri Lanka and around the world expressed relief that the devastating conflict had finally ended after 26 years. Hideous atrocities on both sides, some 100,000 deaths. The only question remaining is whether the perpetrators of those atrocities will face trial for their crimes. What do you think? Do you think they'll face trials for the crimes? <laughs> do they ever? No, not usually. No, that's probably who the president is. Yeah, apparently the, the UN has investigated, because within the last, like, couple weeks of this war apparently both sides committed war crimes with as many as 40,000 people dying in the last few weeks of this war oh, just damn. like as they were leaving like i know like as as tamils were leave, fleeing the region they would just like kill them all Jeez. or vice versa yeah. it was just like on both sides one was considered a terrorist regime which was the tamil tigers the other was the sri lankan government so right they're not designated terrorists, but sounds like they were just, just as that, shitty right. as as Tamil was. Yeah. So that's that's all. That's very brief backstory. Yeah. Right. But but you get the the point. Decades and, of turmoil. Yes. And the United States ended up coming in in the Obama era, era mm -hmm. to help, quote unquote, help. So how did Obama help it? Because I didn't get too much into the Obama era. I, I don't know. You said that the United States got involved in 2009. And oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So. They, I mean, well, I said they, because the United States, because of the war on terror, yeah. uh, the Tigers, because they were a designated terrorist organization, they found it get... difficult to find um, <laughs> money to support, to sponsor their terrorism oh, because sure. all the nations around were like, uh, we can't keep paying yeah. for this because then we're considered. Aiding and, aiding and abetting a terrorist yeah, right. organization, and we can't have that on our conscience. Yeah. I, I guess that's one way to end a war. <laughs> yes. So both sides seem pretty shitty in this. Yes. I mean, it's a war. Right. I'm right, not right. saying that's yeah that's acceptable. And it, it's over ethnicity, mm. right? Different cultures. So it's always going to be ugly when yeah. a war breaks out over ethnic yeah. reasons, r racial right. lines. We we don't like you because you're really Buddhist. We don't like you because you're Hindu. Yeah, so. or you're brown, yeah. you're white, you're black, you're Chinese, whatever. Right. Uh, it gets pretty ugly pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Genocide seems to take place quite quite frequently in that situation. Yes. So I guess uh, again, should we care about 
a small island nation civil war? No, not typically. You don't think so? Uh, not typically, yeah. You think we should have been just like, you know what, just fight? It's in India's back door. I yeah. mean, again, they should be the ones that have to deal you with it. You think India should uh, care about another nation's civil war? Well, I think they should care more than the United States <laughs> should. I mean, it'd be like if uh, if Canada had a civil war, right? I mean, the United States would get dragged into that. Uh, the, the United States would jump on that. They want to get yeah. dragged into that. They'd be like, <laughs> yes, crazy. We've, been Finally! Trying, we've been trying to do this for <laughs> yeah. years. They're just too... Uh, they're too nice. They're too passive. <laughs> yeah, we can't handle that. They let the French like run the show and part right. of their country. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> so, why uh, all of this? Why does the rest of the world care then? Well, like we talked about before, that it's kind of prime locale, strategic location. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't want to say it because it's sitting right it's there. It's sitting and right in front of you. But think this, I was cheating. This is this website is called. InvestSriLanka.com. That tells oh. you how strategic wow. of a location. They have a page de- dedicated to the strategic location of Sri Lanka. They are trying to get people to invest in Sri well, Lanka. I guess they don't call it out any better than that. Was there? We never found an InvestHaiti.com. They, no, they did not. Must have been That's too on late the dark for web. Them. Would have been too late <laughs> yeah. by then. Um, so this just talks about a strategic location. It says, It's situa- situated strategically at the crossroads of major shipping routes to South Asia, the Far East, did we ever specify where the Far East actually is? Because it sounds yeah. made up. It, well, I mean, if you get to the farthest part of the East, there's always more East. So it's farther than the farthest East? It is further than the furthest East. <laughs> so it sits between South Asia, the Far East, and, and the continents of Europe and America, making... It's not really be- yeah, between America's Europe. Yeah, America's way out there. Yeah, like Africa blocks yeah, right. Sri Lanka. Like, well, it's on the same hemisphere. <laughs> How? I, I, I don't get it. I, I think they're trying to oversell. I mean, shipping routes, sure. I, I don't know what our shipping Maybe, routes though. are. Maybe, though. I mean, are our shipping routes from America going to go past there They probably go like around like to India and stuff. Yeah, maybe their their routes they go right by there to India. <laughs> it says it's ma- it makes the country a convenient port of call for shipping lines and air freight service. Further, Sri Lanka's proximity to the Indian subcontinent positions the country as a gateway to a market of 1.3 billion people. These factors have combined uh, to generate keen interest in the country's logistics sector, as well as from manufacturers looking for opportunities in the South Asia regions. It sounds like sounds like they're selling prime real estate here. Yeah, it really does. It's like this ain't even your real yes. estate to sell. Yeah. It's like buy Sri Lanka. <laughs> Invest war dollars into Sri Lanka. Yeah. Look at it's this comfortable the, sitting space. Look how cl- look, it's on prime uh, uh shipping routes. Uh yeah. it's got great ports. It's situated right next to India. Look at the markets in India. Perfect for commercial or military uses. Yeah. That says everything, in my opinion. Yeah. Just the fact that there's an invest in Sri Lanka.com. Yeah, that says strategic location. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> says everything. And again, like I said, it's part of the Belt Road Initiative by China. Yeah, which we know is very strategic. So we know it's, it, it's got a lot of credence there right. to China. It's got a lot of strategery to China. Yeah. Um, and so the reason why I think the United States would be so interested in it. It's not necessarily that it's in yeah. a strategic route for them, but because it's so strategic to right. China. Yeah. And it's just like, well, we can't have that. Yeah. We can't have China right. getting some kind of like like leg up yeah. in in like 
the region. So yeah. maybe we should look at Sri Lanka. Yeah. It's like it's like they're like, well, I, I heard that China was investing in this island. Well, you know, I've always been thinking about <laughs> yeah. investing in Sri Lanka. Yeah. It's like, but why? That doesn't it's connect like us to anywhere. Find out your rival has a crush on a girl. Yeah, and it's you're like, like, you know, oh, I really I, like I, that I girl. I wouldn't too. mind asking her out too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's the, the China belt stuff. Because apparently a lot of people, at least on the in the West, are saying that China is the ones that pushed them into yes. the chaos that they're in because right. of their predatory loaning and right. things uh, yes, like that. I heard that. So uh, this one says, did China push Sri Lanka into spiraling debt? They didn't push them. Like Sri Lanka took yeah. took that on themselves. Right. They didn't have to take. Yeah. You don't have to go to advanced America and take out like a. Sixty yeah. percent interest loan for like yeah. five hundred bucks and pay back fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Advanced America does not push you into that. You do yeah. that on your own, right. and they take full advantage of it Absolutely. because that's what they are. Everybody knows their predatory loan mm-hmm. business. Everybody knows that China's in the business of yeah. predatory loaning. So Absolutely. yes, I, I get that you get stuck in some situations, just like somebody here, where it's like you know I really need that three hundred bucks. Yeah. I guess I'll try to pay back the $1,500 next month right, that right, I'll yeah. owe. And that's probably a lot of what China does. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, this says China's One Belt, One Road, now known as the Belt Road Initiative, was announced in 2013 and seems it has one purpose only, sub- subjugation of the economically fragile nations on the way to becoming a great power by the time the Chinese Communist Party celebrates 100 years. There are numerous examples of countries developing, developed and developing which are economically fragile that have become even more fragile courtesy of the One Belt, One Road initiative. The recent situation in Pakistan and Sri Lanka is a case in point. The Center for Global Development in 2018 study of countries hosting OBOR projects found 23 of them are in a state of debt distress. Sri Lanka has taken loans from China at lending rates in the range of three to six percent against one to three percent offered by the World Bank or World Bank and International Monetary Fund. As a result, Sri Lanka has had to request China for a debt to equity swap. A swap? A debt to equity swap. Which sounds like we'll trade our debt for some land here. Yeah, right, exactly. Or some Something yeah. here that right. we own. You want to put an oil drill right there? We'll we'll, we'll sell yeah. it out for you. It says selling their own equity to Chinese companies as they have not been able to pay back their loans. China's investment of an estimated $1.4 billion in Sri Lanka's Colombo Port City project is the largest single foreign investment in the island nation's history. That sounds like a stupid investment on Sri Lanka's part. Yes. Dubbed as a private or a public-private partnership... Between the government of Sri Lanka, that never goes well. Uh, it's PPP is uh, yeah. pr- public private partnership, and PPP was here. For I the... don't think that's what it stood for, no, but it, but I think it's really similar. I think it is very similar <laughs> because we had made the claims that hey, mm-hmm. if we start taking this bailout money, our companies start taking this PPP loans, eventually they're going to come back to collect, and when you can't collect, we're going to have to do this uh, debt to equity swap. I we yeah. talked specifically about that, not in those terms, but this kind of lays that out yeah. of how that would work, and I feel like. That's still in the process today in response to uh, COVID-19. It says, um, dubbed as 
a public-private partnership between the government of Sri Lanka and the CHEC Port City Colombo, private or yeah, private LTD. The project has been much publicized for the employment opportunities and huge revenues which would generate for the Sri Lankans. What is seldom spoken about is the fact that of the 269 hectares of reclaimed land, 45% will be controlled by the Chinese party, the CPCC, through a 99-year lease agreement. <laughs> this, remini- this is reminiscent of the not-too-long-ago takeover of the ha- Toda port on a 99-year lease by China Merchant Port Holdings. The port is now operated jointly by Sri Lanka Ports Authority and CMPH, which the latter holding 80% of the stake in the port and exercising near total control over its operations. So China owns 80% holding in that port. Sri Lanka is just one example of how China uses economic power to ensnare suspecting or unsuspecting and sometimes complicit governments in an intricate web of debt and dependency. The BRI, the Belt Road Initiative, is the garb to entice nations into futile and ineffectual projects which are extravagant compared to more realistic challenges being faced. Now, compared to the, that to what we talked about Haiti with mm-hmm. their port that the Clinton Foundation like built yeah. up, like scrapped their existing port and were like, we're going to build this giant port mm-hmm. with all these textile industries and yeah. and invite all these investors in and now that's like ghost town the port has still hasn't to this day been finished there's just like a dead port there yeah and this whole um uh extravagant like projects mm-hmm. instead of more realistic right uh address like addressing more realistically the infrastructure problems right you actual like, issues why why build why repair the port you have when we could build right. an airport in a major right. like yacht port and we yeah. could and like what happened what becomes of it it's right. ghost town yeah and and, and sri lanka is just like well, we really just want oil and food and yeah. like, no no you'll love this port you're going to love this port yeah it says uh says uh, the infrastructure projects of road, rail, buildings, ports, etc. with inflated costs are advertised as comprehensive solutions without disclosing the methodology in terms of the execution. That's the word comprehensive. Yes. <laughs> the projects in Sri Lanka, like the 104 million Lotus Tower, which never got commissioned, or the $209 million airport, which is is the world's emptiest airport, though presumed to be funded by China, had all its costs recovered through execution by Chinese entities using equipment, machinery, material from China, including significant proportion of labor and top management. So they send in all their people right. to... So the they, Sri Lankans didn't even get it. the job. Yeah, yeah. It, this is when... Once I read this, I was like, this is fucking Haiti. Yeah. This is straight up Haiti. China turned Sri Lanka into the Haiti of Asia. Yeah. And... Um, we're like, hey, you you can, we, we'll give millions of billions of dollars, and all it was was really probably propping up China's economy because they're right. sending, their they're creating stuff. jobs for themselves. They're sending right. their own resources, their own workers, their own mm-hmm. equipment and stuff in. And um, I almost said Haitians, Sri Lankans are sitting there like, um, what happened to the yeah. jobs you promised us? Right. Yeah, we promised all these. And billions the United of States jobs. is like, shame on you, China. Shame on you for exploiting them. And China's like. We learned by watching you. Well, uh, then the U.S. is probably like, you know, we should do that, too, in Sri Lanka, right. <laughs> because China's yeah. doing it. 
In effect, whilst Sri Lanka paid for the projects, it filled Chinese treasury for a requirement which was not essential. Uh, further, due to the confidentiality of the project being pursued by the government, the actual cost of the projects are also largely exaggerated. The Chinese approach in Sri Lanka has been outright capitalist, where the Sri Lankan economy is flooded with cheap Chinese goods so as to kill the local economy and extract as much strategic advantage by trapping the government of the day in frivolous infrastructure projects. So yeah, you kind of got an idea. You kind of see where this is Haiti because you got like decades of turmoil and unrest right. and civil unrest and civil war, and then you have major superpower coming in mm -hmm. and exploiting the rest of it yeah. and being like, "Look, we can help you out here." Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna let you your own people do the jobs, and yeah. and we're not gonna let you sell your product for this. We're gonna bring in our own, mm -hmm. and uh, but it's gonna be big and it's gonna right. be. The you're going to like it. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Huge. Emptiest airport. Just like right. Haiti has the emptiest port in the yeah. world because it never got finished. Huge. This big-ass tower that never got commissioned. Yeah. Just empty promises, empty yeah. projects that they're still paying for, and this is where all the fucking debt comes from. Yeah. At least at least part of it. Part of it, yeah. This is where the debt comes from right. um, that they now yeah. are but defaulting China, on. But China's making bank off it. Oh, absolutely. Right. And when... The IMF comes to bail them out. Who's going to make bank on IMF? Well, China will United too. States. Well, China, in China, China still yeah, will. right. China's going to be like, look, we got to finish these airport, man, because somebody's <laughs> got to pay China's yeah, debt, exactly. and it's not Sri Lanka. Yeah. So the IMF is going to probably um, work some, like mm -hmm. you know, penny on the dollar kind of. Yeah. So China's going to make still a lot more than right. a defunct nation's going to pay them. But then right. the IMF's going to be like, well, now you kind of belong to us. Yeah, right now. <clears throat> We need your comprehensive plan on debt yeah. return to us. Yeah. How's that going to work out? Yeah. So that's at least the the West's um, view of right of why they're in debt. But you had sent me this, and I yeah. feel like what is this from Chinese propaganda? No, no this. Where is... did you see this? <laughs> uh, oh God, what was the guy's name? Um, I don't remember. Well, they call America the West, so it's got to be yeah. something Asian. <laughs> Like well, the Far East. It was a uh, it was British guy, mm. British guy. Must be a communist because he's <laughs> talking against America, so he's got to be a communist. But apparently, according to this, it says it shows the West and then it shows China's responsibility in all of Sri Lanka's crisis. It says uh, on the West, it says Western countries' commercial creditors and multilateral financial institutions are responsible for Sri Lanka's foreign debt, not China. Apparently. Right. They sold the debt to so-called vulture funds, which really exploited Sri Lanka's every penny. And you see, like, all the the debt, Sri Lanka's foreign debt summary. I don't know how this applies to the United States, but apparently they're saying China's not the bad guys. Right. The U.S. or the West is yeah. the bad guys in all of this. Yeah. They're saying the United States basically... Or the West, at yeah. least. Yeah. Or the West. Sorry, the West. Because they actually include Japan in that. Mm. Um, actually went out and basically... Kind of sold parts of the country off? No. Shock. Right. Says the Chinese government announced to provide Sri Lanka with a total of 500 million yuan um, in emergency humanitarian aid. Sri Lanka, it's the largest free aid since the crisis. Do you think they're it's no strings attached free aid? This $74 uh, million? And that's not yeah. even that much money either. Yes, yeah. it's humanitarian aid. Because from what I heard, Sri Lanka went... And they're like, you know, we're about to default. Can we borrow like forty billion more? Yeah. And then China's like, 
no, how about $25 million or $75 million in humanitarian aid? Right. Which is, at most, what a country should be doing to bail out a country. Right. If it's... If the whole thing is, look, our people are starving and they can't get their medical resources, it's like, well, add up the medical bills and the food right. bills right. and we'll pay for that. Yeah, right. Uh, 25, 75 million, fine. We'll finance that. Right. Uh, this 40 billion you're asking for, that's how you got here in the first right. place. That's on you. And yeah, even if China was the ones that got them there in the first place, it's like any credit card company. It's like, yeah. you can't pay your credit card debt you, you're not going to go to them and be like uh can you bump this up right, so i can yeah. pay you back with yeah. what i uh, with what i want to borrow from you yeah so you can pay yourself back right much. yeah so china's like nah nah go fuck yourself yeah, right <laughs> we got what we wanted out of you yeah i don't think china's the good guys even though it says no china promised to provide sri lanka with ten thousand tons of rice yeah how does that work for failing economies? Well, especially because I think Sri Lanka is like a major, rice producer. right? They're a big rice producer. So does sound it, again, familiar, right? Like Haiti, like yeah. we dumped tons of rice into Haiti yeah. and failed their rice economy there. Yeah. Uh, the first batch of ten thousand or a thousand tons arrived in June. China also promised to provide Sri Lanka with urgency, urgently needed medical supplies. The first batch of ten thousand. It says, anaxaparin sodium injections arrived in Sri Lanka in June. So this is making China be the good guy and the West the bad guy. In my right. opinion, my less than professional opinion, yes, I feel like they're probably both quite I, I think here. they both, yes. And I don't know, do you, you have that little circle graph there? Mm -hmm. And so it shows on there, um, I believe it shows like uh, China has 10% of their, their debt. Okay. Okay. Japan has also ten percent. The World Bank has nine percent. Um, and then there's a big the biggest part of it, forty seven percent is market borrowers. What is that? That's the that's the foreign investors. Okay. Okay, that that's the one that's saying that's primarily where the West is coming from. So and, and this this one that I'm reading is actually zero hedge. Okay. So So then it's just private entities that own all this debt? Well, it, yeah, they basically have come in and said, hey, we'll build you up. Uh -huh. And so then they, they go out and they look for like these foreign investors that they take loans out of to try to build up the country. And okay. so that's that's where a lot of that is. But then they, like you said, they don't complete the projects or whatever, and so then it's just hanging out there. That's what we do. That's what, that's, that's yeah. what every exploiting comp country does Right, <laughs> is they exploit yeah. It's like liars lie, exploiters exploit. So, yeah. I mean, the the sad truth of it is like this isn't this isn't like subject to just like Haiti or Sri Lanka. Yeah. It's just these are the ones that are in the news that we right. hear about. Right. Like how many other like yeah. tiny little like look at Africa. How much of that is exploited oh, that yeah. we don't even hear about oh, cuz yeah. not much media gets out yeah. of Africa. Oh, I'm I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's so, probably why uh, they they haven't completed the um, what Elon Musk internet over Africa right. yet because they're like, well, then information might get out of Africa right. and they might start learning how yeah. shitty how we are there. We're exploiting there. <laughs> yes. So according to Zero Hedge, what just happened? What did I just do? <laughs> I, I don't know. We went to Facebook. Keep going. Okay. It says, um, let's see. Um, the three key ca causes of this crisis is. A significant reliance on imports, okay, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When uh, you rely heavily 
on imports. And a lot of times this comes from the Exploding Nations. This is mm-hmm. what we saw with Haiti. Right. It's like they remember we talked like they had their own like booming kind yeah. of agriculture economy and certain NGOs went in and was like, you don't need that. What right. you need is to be this textile industry, right. like industrial yeah. booming place. And we could give you all yeah. these jobs. And, and then like, they stopped relying on their own uh, yeah. being self-reliant. And then all of a sudden the funds get cut off. Yeah. Or like with Sri Lanka, they're for whatever reason, they're heavily reliant on imports, not, yeah. their own product so then they they hit this debt max and yeah. all of a sudden um then the countries that are <laughs> sending them all the shit decide yeah you, you can't pay for it anymore right. so they become so reliant right. on these other countries yeah. that when it gets to this point it's just like yeah well what do we do now right yeah wait you, you didn't tell us we were going to still need exports mm-hmm. right um it says the foreign currency reserves are near empty they're down 99% from 2019. Holy shit. That's insane. They're bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, massive uh, defaults on uh, debt payments. Yeah, there was so. like a major default coming up here in July, and that's yeah. probably why this is, we are where we are right now. So this is an interesting one. Um, I don't think it says that, but in 2021, it says a ban on imported fertilizers was implemented to counter the depletion of the country's foreign currency reserves. But a reliance on local organic fertilizers led to crop failure and a further reliance on food imports. And and I think we'll get into that a little bit further because I saw that um, the the, uh, president wanted to get away from um synthetic fertilizers yeah 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 and, because he wanted thought it would be better for the for the country's uh like so, natural soils sure uh, but when your soil has become so dependent on, on when you depleted it all, of all of its natural right. resources by not using natural fertilizer yeah. then the soil can't just be like oh great right. you got to it takes what like Probably generations to build that soil back up. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like here, if we decided, if, uh, I don't know, like, um, or what are the big, uh, like Monsanto decides, just goes defunct. Yeah. We won't have any damn crops because all our soil is completely, has not been uh, restored naturally Mm -hmm. for generations now. And it will take generations to build that soil back up to be able to produce naturally. And that's what they found out the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. So. A lot of things went into, and it's mostly like foreign dependency and foreign uh, exploitation. We are due for a break. I do want to get into, because I talked about China kind of exploiting them. I want to talk about this. This next article I want to talk about is um, basically saying, you know, America could uh, seize on this opportunity. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and so and it they're they're making this out to be a good thing. Like, yeah. you know, maybe this this is bad for Sri Lanka, but it's not so bad yeah. for America. We could we could jump on this and yeah. we could this could pay off well for us. <laughs> so again, right right back in that same cycle that we see all these other countries that we get yeah. involved with, like Haiti, like po- probably Ukraine and like now in Sri Lanka, these superpowers just battling over like these mm-hmm. territories, it's basically new world colonialism is what it yeah. is, but at such a almost a worse level because um because of the globalization, 
like colonialism and globalization are just a bad mix because right. Right. um because at least with colonialism back in like the 1800s or whatever they still were mostly reliant on their own natural like resource they had to right. be able to survive on what they had there mm -hmm. even as colonies of other countries well right. now with globalization we've learned that you know it's it's yeah. it, more financially beneficial to the colonial powers to sell our shit to those countries right. and not let them sell their shit anywhere else. Right. So that's like devastating, like yeah. so much more devastating than colonialism ever yeah. was. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take four or five minutes. And uh, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about Sri Lanka and its impending downfall or already downfall it, in it's, this. It's down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is down. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back in just a couple minutes. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. And here we are talking yeah. about. I almost said talking about Haiti. We're not talking about Haiti. No, it may sound like it. We're talking about Asian Haiti. Haiti. That's what they should rename Asian it. Asian Haiti. Yes, it's no longer that. called Sri Lanka. It is now Asian Haiti. Does that mean we should call um, like uh, like L.A. or San Francisco uh, American Haiti? Yeah, sounds <laughs> like that. All right. Do you think they're that level yet? No, not yet. But I think they're getting close. How so? Why uh, not? Why not? Why, why it's not? It's my show. And I mean, why not to elaborate on that? I mean, we're not talking about L.A. or San Francisco, but why not? It's our show. Yeah, why Go not? ahead. Okay. Well, I just feel like, uh, you know, with um, the overregulation that's over there, you know, of, of resources and uh, of, the, of the finances, I feel like, you know, we know that they're, California is severely in debt. They keep raising taxes on people. I mean, their gas is almost eight bucks a gallon. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, other pr food prices are equally bad. Sure. You know, uh, the only difference is people in California won't protest. They'll just bend over and keep taking it. Yeah, because they've been uh, 
conditioned to that 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 this is the way. You know? Right, right, yeah, this like, is the way. <laughs> this is the only way that which is weird. It's it's weird how that works. It, maybe it's that we're too caught up in our own privilege to really recognize. Yeah. You know, like Haitians or, or Sri Lankans when they get that kind of pressure put on them, it's like, well, they don't really have anything yeah. else really to go with. So it's like, well, you ultimately uh, can make or break us, and and Californians are just conditioned to, right. you know, the, I mean, we're comfortable, so we're right. okay, yeah. you know? Even when they had a chance to recall Gavin Newsom, they mm. decided against it. You know, it, it's not that big. It's not that bad. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I could compare the two yet. No, but, no, you can't. In, but, in an exaggerated format, you could, but yes, in realist, no. So Sri Lanka is what we're talking about. Yes. Um, we're going to, I forgot to give the spoiler alert that uh, um, some of our favorite organizations are involved in, have oh, been yeah. ins- involved in Sri Lanka. That's what I've been waiting for. To include, I don't know necessarily the National Endowment for, I know they do have some funding yeah. over there. Um, I know, uh, what's her name? Victoria Newland. Newland. Yeah. Was has there. made a visit. Paid yes. a visit there in the last month or so, yeah. which coincidentally, uh, their government yeah. gets overthrown shortly <laughs> right. after, yeah. and, um, and the I Clintons think I, have had a lot of... I, I told you that she was like the angel of death. If she shows up at your country, yeah, run. <laughs> kiss her t- yeah. <laughs> I think there are countries that have, have, have said that, like yeah. the National Endowment for Democracy shows up and then things just go to shit. Yeah. Hmm, what's going on here? Right. Um, but then the Clinton Foundation has oh, had yeah. that would a heavy me. impact over there too. Not, I don't know about recently, but yeah, throughout their crises uh, over there, the Clintons have gotten involved. Yeah. So we're going to talk about obviously that stuff here in the second half because this is when we talk about yeah. the the crazier stuff. But first, I I preface that we're going to talk about this. Um, how America can find opportunity in Sri Lanka's debt crisis. That sounds like a shitty article. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that a <laughs> shitty thing? Yeah. Uh, I know your country's in shit. How can we benefit from it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> help us help. Do you mind if we can come over and take a look at things? <laughs> yeah, it's like, help us help. Start measuring uh, up yeah, it's like, it's like uh, <laughs> when somebody gets evicted and all their shit's yeah. run out of the sidewalk. Yeah, and you then start the going, start cleaning it start, up. Start like, showing up with their trucks. It's like, while they're standing out crying yeah. on the sidewalks, it's like, Oh, this is a really nice mirror right here. This, <laughs> yeah. this, oh, are you keeping that TV? Uh, I'll just take that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's just a shitty way. Like that always bothered me when, oh, like, me you too. hear people is like, oh, there's like this curb full of somebody that got evicted. Yeah. We should go. It's like I'm not gonna do that. That's right. like, not. A, I I get that. Some people make shitty choices that put them in that, but why make their life shittier yeah. by by. Yeah. Bragging. Is, Look, I am more privileged than you because I still possess my vehicle yeah. to be able to pick up your shit that you can no longer the, afford. This, this is a horrible story, but this is, but it's true. There was one time Jen and I were driving by this mobile home park, mm. and some people's stuff had been thrown out on the corner. Right? Well, uh-huh. they were standing out there trying to keep people from taking it, and we realized we knew the people, mm. and so we stopped by to see how we can help. And they asked if we could take their cat and take care of their cat until they found a new place. Uh-huh. We agreed, and we took the cat back to our apartment. And then that night, the cat jumped out a window. <laughs> the cat committed suicide. <laughs> and, and so then we had to tell these four people who just lost their home that... Their cat 
didn't feel the need <laughs> desire to live anymore. I don't know if I've ever seen a cat commit suicide. Yes, it was. Was bad. it the situation that it was put in, or was it because of you? I, well, I think the ca- cat just thought that it could. Maybe it was used to jumping out oh, the window. Probably. I don't know, and it just didn't realize we were on the third story. And oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> Sri Lanka: How America can find opportunity in Sri Lanka's debt crisis. The lesson, so I'm not going to read all this, but we're going to see what we can get to. The lessons of the Russo-Ukrainian war is that the world badly needs American leadership in this era of global it turmoil. does it, though? Does it? And great power rivalry. Do you realize America is part of the great power rivalry? <laughs> like, we are like 50% of yeah. the great power like rivalry. We are financing the great power rivalry. Yes. <laughs> like, that opening statement there shows how naive these people are yeah. and how like wrapped in the flag they are. Yeah. It says by contributing billions of dollars worth of military hardware and humanitarian assistance, the United States has been Ukraine's bulwark in preventing a Russian occupation of Kiev, uh, preserving the bedrock of international world order that <laughs> America's greatest generation struggled to create amidst the ash of world war two. So wow. we are preserving what the greatest generation wow. created for us. That's noble. That's yes. really noble. While world while war still rages, the US may have to export that lesson to a different part of the globe, flexing its foreign policy muscle to assist another national or nation critical to our security interests. In Sri Lanka, the scene is one of complete misery. Years of economic mismanagement by the ruling Raja Pasca family has depleted the country of its foreign currency reserves and created staggering inflation. Aren't we doing that here, though? Right. So, yes. so how are we supposed yes. to help another country if we're doing if the we're depleting thing. our own yeah. country of its currency reserves? Because, yeah, uh, yeah we we just happen to own the foreign currency reserve. Right. But what happens when that decides, yeah. as we've talked about, like countries decide, you know, the U.S. dollar is no longer the, yeah. the standard of currency, well, although. Although, as of today, the dollar has matched the euro in value. Is that like it's come up or it's come down to the, the do- euro? Well, I believe the euro has come down. I don't believe okay. the dollar has gone up. Okay. But, huh. Anyway, this says lines in the national capital of Colombo stretch for miles with people uh, scrapping for the remaining quantities of food and kerosene cooking oil. Violent protests have become a regular feature outside the president's house, and without significant foreign—this is early because now they're inside the president's house, right. so this must be an early article. It says, without significant foreign assistance and imports of critical supplies like food, gas, and medicine, it's likely most Sri Lankans will suffer and many will die. In Sri Lanka, as in Ukraine, the United States has a chance to reassert its role as a leader of a rules-based international order and provide a virtuous alternative to the revisionist machinations. 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 What is that? (laughs) It's like um, like evil scheming. Oh, so so we are the virtuous alternative to these machinations of autocratic societies such as Russia and China. Oh, sure. Right. Virtuous. They yeah. they dare yeah. to use the word virtuous. Who wrote this article? <laughs> <laughs> this is from uh, the National Interest. So uh, obviously, sure, <laughs> it's like the foreign affairs right. that that we talked about. Yeah. Um, so it's in our national interest <laughs> to be the virtuous nation. Of course. So it, it's basically American propaganda. Yeah. is what it sounds like. American uh, 
foreign policy propaganda. Uh, it's just so funny to me. <laughs> Says, uh, Sri Lanka, like many developing countries in the Asia-Pacific, has been a victim of Chinese predatory lending as part of Xi Jinping's Belt and Road Initiative, seeking to expand China's influence by becoming a friendly creditor for the global south. Over the past decade, Sri Lanka has accumulated over $11 billion in debt from the BRI, or the Belt Road Initiative, largely on unprofitable white elephant projects with little upside, like the, the empty airports right. and empty buildings. Most notably, the Ham, Hambantota port in the country's south, which was leased to the Chinese uh, conglomerate for 99 years <laughs> due to the Sri Lanka government inability to service its debt obligations. These loans, unlike those provided by Western governments, unlike. Uh, often have predatory repayment structures with interest rates exceeding 4% compared to around 1%. Um, that, uh, a lot of these sites are saying the same thing. Yes, yes, the IMF has much lower interest rates, but can you say they're less predatory, though? Right, yeah. And repayment periods of only 10 years... Um, OECD creditors average 28 years. So mm. the Western ones like let you pay it back in a long, they can yeah. own you for a longer period right, right, of time. Right. Now with Sri Lanka in the midst of the worst economic crisis in 70 years and foreign currency reserves totaling less than $50 million, the country has no choice but de default on all its, uh, foreign debt repayment. The government led by president R Raja Pasca of the powerful Rajapaska family has reached out to China for $2.5 in emergency assistance. Xi, in turn, replied with a curt no thank you and sent mes a measly $31 million as humanitarian aid. And that's what I talked about. They're yeah. like, no, we're not going to lend yeah, right. you more money. You yeah. can't pay are what you, you crazy? owe. Oh, but our people are dying. Well, here. Here's money for your yeah. people dying. <laughs> that just sounds like smart move on yeah, China's part. absolutely. These are not the actions of a friendly creditor, but instead are the hallmark features of China's debt trap diplomacy. I'm not saying anything good about no. about China by any stretch. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree that they are probably a super superpower predatory oh, yeah. loan comp country. Yeah. But I don't think the United but, States has a track record right. that's too much better. And like you said, like Advance America, you don't have to take the loan. Yeah. Right. Right, you didn't need that fancy airport. Right, you, you didn't, didn't need that fancy port or yeah. that building that goes nowhere, right. right? It's important for America to show that there are better options available. <clears throat> Unlike Chinese loans that prioritize profit, bridge loans and rapid aid from international financial institutions and bilater bilateral partners are designed to prioritize the Sri Lankan people. <laughs> America has the Sri Lankans. At, oh, absolutely. Don't they always? I mean, yeah. Look at Haiti, how much they had the Haitians' best interest oh, at yeah. hand. Yeah. No <laughs> no reason to think that there's yeah. any shady, shitty no, things. No, Haitians, I mean, they're, they're thriving now. Yeah, I mean, it's right? like one of the top economies right? in the world, absolutely. from what I've heard. I wish I lived there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sarcasm. <laughs> if you didn't get that through our voice, that is sarcasm. The IMF, headquartered in Washington and whose largest voting member is the United States, should expedite the use of funds from its rapid financial instrument, which would cover short-term balance of payment issues and provide for necessary purchases. The IMS, IMF should also make available its larger extended fund facility to further aid humanitarian, quote-unquote, efforts and ensure that needed structural reforms are implemented. 
<laughs> I well, didn't we work on the structural reforms? Isn't that how they got there in the first place? <laughs> right. And all these funds could amount to six hundred million in financial assistance, a large step towards completing the six billion shortfall needed to cover short-term debt obligations and re. Replete foreign currency. Six hundred million to six billion. That's nowhere near. <laughs> no doubt. The same thing. That's not at all. But it's like 600. we need. They need AOC to be up there and do math. Right. Yeah. It was like that's what they're looking for. Uh, that three billion is three billion <laughs> or a trillion. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Billion. Yeah. Um, it says beyond the IMF, however, there is much more the United States can do to help Sri Lanka. A starting point would be to reignite the Millennium Challenge Corporation, or MCC's, $480 million compact with the government of Sri Lanka. And from what I've heard, this is a shitty deal. Oh, I'm sure. This is, uh, well... Do you have the details It goes on. on. It? Yeah, okay. It's, okay. I, yeah, I have a little bit on it. It says the MCC's board of directors approved these funds in April of 2019, but were rejected by the government of Sri Lanka over, quote-unquote, sovereignty issues. That's how they put it. They put it in quotes. <laughs> like They, they turned it down because of sovereignty oh. issues. It doesn't go into details of why. Yeah. Because that seems like a pretty big deal I, as a country. I think so, yeah. Oh, isn't that cute? They want to stay their own country. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're in debt out their eyeballs, but yeah. they want they have sovereignty issues with this. <laughs> Again, they don't explain any of this. They're like, oh, this would be great. They could go and reignite this MCC, and it would help them out if they just get past their fucking sovereignty <laughs> issues. So, so the thing I have that talks about that is, this is from Left Review Online. It says, MCC and the plot behind it. Um, very briefly on this, because this doesn't talk specifically about Sri Lanka, but it talks about uh, Nepal and their, what they got <laughs> roped into with the same MCC agreement. Because it says the Millennium Challenge Corporation Agreement, or MCC, uh, was approved by the House of Representatives after 20 years of opposition and protest of our people. So this is from Nepal, I'm guessing. Unfortunately, our demonstrations failed to prevent this agreement from making Nepal a pawn of the U.S. Indo-Pacific strategy and even a geopolitical abandoned pawn or cannon fodder in the end. <laughs> that sounds promising. Yes. The agreement contains a series of bizarre clauses such as superior to Nepal's domestic laws... That that right there says sovereignty issues. <laughs> yeah, right. The grant cannot be used for violating U.S. law or U.S. policy, and U.S. personnel of the MCC project are not subject to the jurisdiction of the Nepalese courts. Holy shit. Plus, the U.S. has always done its long-term jurisdiction, set, and the MCC agreement stipulates that the final audit of the projects will be handed over to the U.S. and Nepal cannot participate. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the agreement an unequal treaty in which the U.S. unilaterally has full power of interpretation. The U.S. has claimed that the MCC agreement will bring more jobs, reliable power supply, and lower transportation costs to Nepal. Some supporters, where have we heard that before? Yeah. 80? Some supporters also point out that $500 million U.S. million spent on infrastructure construction can enhance social development in Nepal. But will their promise be fulfilled? After ratifying the MCC agreement, let's deduce a series of actions that the United States is about to launch against us. 
First of all, the MCC agreement includes the terms that the U.S. can station military personnel in Nepal, which means the U.S. will directly intervene in political relations between Nepal and neighboring countries. Mm. And the military operations of the U.S. military in our country will never be restricted by us. (laughs) It means all forces in our nation that are opposed to the U.S. will be wiped out one by one. Says after that, the $500 million U.S. dollars may create some jobs in the process— but these are only temporary. Most of the money will not be spent on local enterprises in Nepal, but will spend on large companies controlled by the United States, European countries, or neighboring pro-American countries. We will also have to pay the cost of operation and maintenance on the vast infrastructure after completion. Yeah. So they pay to build up this giant infrastructure, and yeah. then they use all their own companies, again, yeah. to come build it up. And then they leave Nepal to front the maintenance on this that mm-hmm. they probably can't afford to right. maintain. Or even know how. It's like being given a $2 million house. Right. Like if yeah. I was to gift you a $2 million house, yeah. you still got to pay taxes on that, right. which is yeah. like roughly $250,000. Right. Yeah. I got to keep up all the upkeep and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. I got to keep the pool clean. I, that's <laughs> right. expensive. <laughs> so, so that's the MCC. It says, finally, it also... It is also the result that has been verified by history. Once we conflict with neighboring countries due to the comprehensive control of the United States, we will become abandoned pawns like Afghanistan, Iraq, and Egypt, and will become leverage and even a breeding ground for extreme terrorism. Probably, yes. So that's that's Nepal's uh, yeah. reaction well, to this agreement. It sounds pretty right up the alley. But but Sri Lanka is a way off base for thinking of sovereignty yeah. issues right. as a concern here. I mean, they can need to get over themselves? <laughs> yeah. Right. So do you do you think that's in their best interest? <laughs> no, I don't think that's in any country's best interest. <laughs> Maybe the United States. Well, that that previous article says the funds would help reduce poverty through economic growth. Yeah. By improving transportation and providing secure land titles to Sri Lankan farmers, <laughs> displaying a willingness to restart this compact would signal to Sri Lankan people that America stands ready to assist and to be a force for good and long-term improvement for Sri Lankan society. Wow. Congress should also consider passing legislation to provide direct humanitarian assistance to the Sri Lankans. This could include direct aid through the U.S. AID, <laughs> as well as language mandating the Treasury Department to secure debt relief to Sri Lanka, both debt owed to the U.S. and to its allies. This is important. While the U.S. is not a large creditor of Sri Lanka, America's friend and security partner, Japan, currently holds 10%, like you said, mm-hmm. of their debt obligation. Working with Japan to reduce this burden can go a long way in correcting, in correcting their insolvency. So your your opinions on that article? Yeah, that sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like anything good for Sri Lanka. No, and it, and it, to to throw around this idea that America would ha- would obviously have the Sri Lankan's best interest, right? Especially through this MCC, which obviously would have Sri Lankan's oh, best interest. Ab- absolutely, all they have to do is give up their their sovereignty. Yeah, right? that's that's like a. You you default on your company, like you have a business, and mm-hmm. you default on, um, I don't know, the loan to the yeah. business loan or something, and another mega company comes in and buys up right. the loan. Yeah. But they have your best interest right, there. Yeah. Like, we're doing this to help you out. Right, no. yeah. We just, no, they, you just they, need to sign over all decisions to us yes. and your property to us, and we'll take care of you. We'll make sure everything's good. At the end of the day, all they care about is 
the main thing they care about. Yes, maybe they are a a very philanthropical corporation that wants to save another flailing business, but right. primarily they are concerned about their own profit. So yeah. if it hurts their profit, they're not right. going to make that deal. So yeah. at the end of the day, they're going to make decisions that have that benefit them most pri- right. over the flailing yeah. company. And just like with Haiti, they'll sell the contracts to the, the highest bidder. But they already are, according right. to that yeah. one uh, gra- graphic. I mean, what country, said. besides, I, I'm assuming Haiti was part of this Millennium Challenge, or what was it? The MCC, yeah. MCC. And I'm curious what other chumps, I mean countries, decided that this would be a good idea. I didn't get it that deep into it, but I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there's quite a few of them. So there's all that. Yeah. And the, the that article that thinks that that would be a great idea for Sri Lanka is on crack. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a great idea probably for America. Oh, yeah. Right. <clears throat> Even yeah. if it was solely to like stick it to China. I mean, that's yeah. great for the United States. Right. Uh, to an extent. I mean, maybe not to the American citizens, but yeah. at least to the corporations well, of the United States. And like Nepal, you know so eloquently pointed out is that they would become a breeding ground for extremist yeah. terrorists well, and they already probably have human been. trafficking, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Right. They already are a breeding ground right. for human trafficking yeah. and terrorism. They have st- uh, that, that, the tigers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting tigers. <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep, let's keep pushing. What was that called? That was uh, the Millennium challenge super challenge <laughs> yes that's exactly what it's called <laughs> millennium challenge or millennium challenge corporation agreement okay or mcc agreement anyway <clears throat> moving on i told you it, when this half started or in the last half that victoria newland obviously made yes, a special the appearance angel there of death uh she went there back in march of this year and <laughs> conveniently the government fell <laughs> a couple months later there this one i don't really need to get too much in this article because that i think says enough for itself yeah uh u.s undersecretary for political affairs victoria newland concludes a successful visit to sri lanka so when when she's considering a what's what's victoria newland's definition of successful visit <laughs> right. to sri lanka New government but but here's some of this stuff there's one part I want to point out here. It says, U.S. Undersecretary uh, Victoria Nuland visited Sri Lanka from March 22nd to 23rd. During the visit, Undersecretary Nuland held productive discussions with Minister of Foreign Affairs G.L. Paris and Secretary of Foreign Affairs uh, Professor Jayanath Kalambash. Minister Paris, are you listening now? I am. Minister Paris warmly welcomed the undersecretary and stated that the Sri Lanka that Sri Lanka considers the US as an important partner and looks forward to working closely with the Biden administration to elevate the long-standing relations to greater heights. Notice, doesn't say anything about the president meeting. Right. Doesn't say anything about the prime minister. It yeah. says this minister Paris who was uh what they say he was Minister of Foreign Affairs Paris Warmly kissed her ass for two days. Yeah. So he'll be the next leader of the country. I was gonna say, who do you who do you suppose? Yeah, because when are those uh, Newland tapes gonna come out where she's handpicking <laughs> yeah. like she did in Ukraine? Right. Yeah. Well, I think uh, this uh, GL Paris guy, yeah. he's he's a strong. Well, India's in. not gonna like him. We'll fuck them. We'll fuck India. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Who do you think? Uh, so, so a list was released of like the top six uh, people that could potentially take that position. Yeah. Who do you think was on that list? Breeze. He was like number two oh, on I'm that list. I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. number two. And I looked that up after I was just like, this guy's going to be the next president. Yeah. It or prime minister or both in um, Sri Lanka. And then I just looked up, googled his name, and it was like list of the top six uh, prospects for the next yep. leader. It's like. Uh, you, you can't like write this story, yeah, right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It, it's just like the same, same results, different country. Mm-hmm. But it, the the thing is, do is any of it? Can we consider any of them a success story? No, no. I mean, like look anything. At, look at where they're all at currently, right? Right? right. Are mean, any of them like? These booming things, no. or do they want them to be a booming thing, or do they just yeah. want the destability and the instability? I, I'm sure in that's area? it. I'm sure that's it. So, I mean, I think they were hoping Ukraine would be a success story. Yeah, right. But then, you know, because I I want to know because it it says she concluded a successful visit to Sri Lanka. Yeah. What again? What's her definition of successful? Because right. within months, the whole government fucking yeah. crashed. I, I would like, say that's her what success. Did, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you're not a conspiracy theorist that yeah. thinks that she had a hand in that, yeah. and we know she uh, used to be part of the NED, yeah. who who does what the CIA did privately, they do yeah. in public. They go and raise up it, protesters to. Topple nations, yeah. and she was part of the AIED that they mentioned. Yes, Mike the NSAID. Command. Yeah, and and I believe she worked closely with the Clinton Foundation. Oh, she yeah, she's done all right, this stuff. and now she's with the Biden administration. <laughs> she, she's with all. She's connected so, to yeah, all of it. She she is. So yeah, again, I'm waiting for those tapes to come out yeah. where she handpicked that guy. Yeah. So like you said, kiss of death. Yeah. Shows up <laughs> at a flight. Uh, <laughs> Failing country, right. and then they I mean, if fail. you're the president and you see her come off the plane, you're like, oh, God damn. Shit. Well, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm just just take the house. Just yes. take the house. So, where am I at? Where are we at? Where are we at with that? All this. Well, we talked about Newland and the, the NED. Yeah. I well, did look we, up the Millennium Corp Challenge. Yeah. And yeah. There are a number of countries that did take it. Yeah. Yes. Right. And uh, give me a couple of them. All right. All right. All right. Just a couple. All right. So we got, um, let's see here, we got uh, Albania, uh, took it in 2006. And how's Albania doing these days? Uh, I believe they're in riots currently. Oh, cool. Uh, there's, um, <laughs> oh, Belize is their next pro- project. Oh, so great. Th- so we can almost predict yes. what's going to be next based yes. on this list. Uh, Burkina Faso. I don't even know what that is. Uh, they are the one that Maybe is Maybe uh, that's why we don't know Civil what it War. is. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> El Salvador, Georgia. Guatemala. Georgia isn't even a country anymore. It's part of Russia, (laughs) isn't it? Yes. Uh, Let's see here. Kosovo. (laughs) (laughs) Success stories. (laughs) All these success stories. (laughs) Uh, Nambia, Nepal. Mm -hmm. Let's see. It says they signed it in 2017, so they must have decided to go with it. Yeah. Uh, Peru, Philippines, Rwanda. That's a good one. Rwanda? Rwanda. Is that even a country still? <laughs> <laughs> Tunisia, Uganda, Ukraine. Mm. Ukraine. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. All these countries that signed this pact yeah. with the devil, pretty much, that's supposed yeah. to benefit them, and they're all just like perpetually in civil war or being yeah. overthrown or yeah. exploited in some way, shape, or form. So... <laughs> 
I just like to. Con- the, I mean, the, yeah, those countries are the the payday loan people of countries, mm. right? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're just as much payday loan, uh, predatory loan yeah. as, as as China, China. is. Yeah. We just want to do it better, <laughs> right? We just have cheaper interest rates. Yeah, right. Um, and we stretch it out over more years. So we, <laughs> at the end of the day, we probably make as much profit. Oh, you know, it. we do. But, but we just have a longer term contract yeah. with them where we can exploit them even longer. So, so yeah, it, it might be look better on paper, but we have a longer control over that territory. Yeah. Um, so I want to keep talking, like comparing Sri Lanka to Haiti because why not? Because, yeah. um, Close. it's Asia Haiti. Right. Asia Haiti. Like like we talked, there's the decades of turmoil, the civil wars, uh, the the change of hand. Like Haiti yeah. went through how many oh, leaders I don't in think like they, fifty yeah. years? They didn't have a peaceful transition. Like like there was one. Ever. Remember there was oh one there was peace- one. Yeah, that's right. And then I think he got overthrown yeah. <laughs> later. So <laughs> um, so but they went through tw- what was it twenty seven years of civil war? Yeah. Uh, the strategic positioning, like the port city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked yeah. Haiti's strategic positioning, and that's why. Yeah. Um, we had so much uh, trying to have so much control over Haiti there. It was right. because it, of where it's located there in uh, the Caribbean or whatever. Yeah. Um, we talked about this in Sri Lanka and the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, influence of superpowers. Yes. Uh, Haiti, did we talk about other countries trying to influence them? I think there was others that were attempting to. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, France had a, a hand in it at the beginning. Yeah, for of a while. Their, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was mostly U.S. Yeah. But but Sri Lanka is so strategically located that they get three superpowers pulling yeah. at them. Plus. That's nice. That's three nice. plus. What about, I, I mentioned at the, the start of the half, what about the Clinton connection that's there? Yes. And again, we talked about the waves. And I talked about the tsunami, like, Years before the earthquake in Haiti mm-hmm. and the Clintons went and fucked up Haiti, yeah. the tsunami hit Sri Lanka and, and the Indian territory yeah. there. And the Clintons had, it was almost like their trial run for Haiti there right. in Sri Lanka. Maybe they weren't as successful at decimating <laughs> Sri Lanka's uh, economy so quickly, right. but they had practice there. Because <laughs> this is from the Clinton Foundation's webpage. It says, President Clinton visits Sri Lanka to assess rebuilding and recovery pro- progress. So this is a year after the tsunami. You gotcha, okay. Because he was, the, remember, he was the UN Special Envoy oh, for Tsunami right. Recovery? <laughs> what, yeah. a, what a title. Because he's a specialist on that. It says, uh, at the one year, as the one-year anniversary of the tsunami approaches, former President Bill Clinton uh, returned to Sri Lanka today to review progress achieved since the tsunami struck the country's coast last December. He met with key members of the government, the UN, and civil society to assess the status of the recovery effort and how best to tackle ongoing challenges and probably make more money, including the quick restoration of livelihoods and equitable distribution of aid. That's my favorite. So, Scrolling down to what he talked about, it, well, it says, During his visit to Sri Lanka, Clinton traveled to the northeast area of the country. In Colombo, he also met with civil society members. What does that mean? Is that just yeah. like bigwigs? That's my thought, It's not yes. like normal people, yeah, or like, they just say n- normal people. Yeah, they're like pr- my guess would be like, you know, like government officials. Uh, yeah, well, it talked government and then civil society members. And listened to their concerns about equity in the distribution of aid amongst... Uh, tsunami survivors in different parts of the country, and between those displaced by the tsunami and the 800,000 people who have been displaced by the conflict. Now get this part. 
Remember, 2006, right? Okay. 2007 time frame. If we are truly to build back better, no. we need to ensure that the recovery effort does not exacerbate existing inequities. Remember, we did our build back yes. better episode. Yes. And remember, it came it did in fact come from the here. Kind of, I remember talking about this, yeah. but I forgot. Yeah. The origins of Build Back Better came from the Sri Lanka tsunami and that 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 region. Wow. So wow. there is the connection there with everything that's going. Like maybe it's just circle back, sacky. Like what goes around comes around. Right. Like we are now back in full swing. Um, they started Build Back Better in that territory. Right. So now they're back. The cycle has completed, and wow. we are now building back. Better. Better. Well, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. You know how they love symbolism. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? exactly. And when I when I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It came back full swing, and here wow. we are. He says, if we truly build back better, we need to ensure that the recovery effort does not exacerbate existing inequities. Building better roads and schools is essential, but it is not enough. We need to ensure that all people in Sri Lanka are on their way to a better, safer development path than they were prior to this tragedy. Does that not sound like Joe Biden during yeah. the freaking pandemic? Yes, yes. It's like almost, almost verbatim. Word for word, yep. yeah, it's like we, we can't That's just... Crazy. We can't just... Uh, Put things back where it was. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta put us on a safer path, like yeah. uh, wh whether it's like a green path or a mm -hmm. more equitable path. I mean, yeah. that's word yeah. for word what he was citing there yeah. in 2020 that's when he ran crazy. for president. And you're talking 15 years prior, yeah, 13 years prior. So <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Like you see the, um, I don't know the whole agenda and how it started and how. Like, people like us can see agenda-driven yeah. stuff, but not a lot of people make those connections. Right. And it's just like, well, obviously, <laughs> obviously, this fucks things up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do this on a global scale. Yeah. Let's make this a global movement, this Build Back Better right. thing. Right, yeah. Because we, t we tested it in Sri Lanka, we tested it in Haiti, and yeah. it worked swimmingly. Right, right. I mean, it worked good for for the the people making the decisions, yes, right, but not necessarily the people on the ground, which I right. suspect is how it's supposed to work. Another Clinton weird Clinton connection because I talked about how the uh, um, what was the group, the Tigers, yes, the Tennille Tigers, the Tennilles, yeah, um, or Tamils. They they yeah. they were a designated terrorist organization. Yes. Well, apparently. Through Hillary Clinton's email scandal, her email server scandal, it came out that she had um, pressured the federal, or the IMF, as the the Tamil Tigers were about to be defeated. Hillary Clinton pressured the IMF to withhold funding to the Sri Lanka government that was trying to take out the Tigers. And that she was. Almost like she was trying to expand or like extend stretches out a little wow. bit further. Wow. And like some people say, uh, well, well, she 
saw the human rights abuses of the Sri Lanka government, and she wanted to withhold it. For no, that's not no. Hillary. So Hillary she decided to, to help the war go longer. Yeah, because of human. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, the IMF right? was like, uh, "No, fuck you." And <laughs> but but yeah, she she tried to pressure the IMF to withhold funding from, hmm. and in a pretty key moment, like. We're about to win this thing. Yeah. Let's keep this thing going. She's like, you know what? You, I don't want this to end yet. Let's let's yeah. pull back that on That sounds this. like a very Hillary Clinton thing right? to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the Tamils were so grateful that they broke 1,008 coconuts to bless Hillary Clinton during her election cycle in 2016. So that's what or it not was. 16. Was it 16? That yeah, remember? 2016. Yeah, it says, because uh, this was, yeah, November 2016. It says... A group of Sri Lankan Tamils will break over a thousand coconuts and light as many candles to bless Hillary Clinton, saying the Democratic presidential candidate's win would be important for the future of the minority community. Wow. Apparently they don't know her that well. No doubt. She eats and kneels for breakfast. Yes. So... (laughs) So wow. she had a thousand eight coconuts bless to bless her. Well, so you know, if they look how done, well that worked. For I her, was though. gonna say they needed to do maybe a thousand and one. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe a thousand nine coconuts. Yeah, maybe give us one or two more coconuts because it didn't work out for her. Wow. So so yeah, and that was 2016, which is mm-hmm. when Trump kicked her ass. Yes. So I yes. don't know. I I I just found that interesting. That is interesting. So, yeah. What do you think of the Clinton connection? I know there's got to be more. There, oh, you know there but is. But it's harder yes. to find than the, yeah, the Haiti right. stuff. Like I said, I wonder if, um, I wonder if uh, Sri Lanka was kind of a trial grounds, mm-hmm. and then that didn't go as maybe it's too far away for yeah. their reach. And then Haiti earthquake happened. They're like, you know, this is closer. Yeah, this is in the backyard. Yeah, they probably pulled out of the tsunami yeah. relief. They just left them hung out to dry. And they're like, Haiti, right here. <laughs> right. It's right here. Yeah. We don't have to. We can keep track of it. We can set up our yeah. own little stations here, our own like baby yeah. blood drinking stations. <laughs> can go down there on weekends. Yes. We'll invite Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Apparently, uh, human trafficking is... Super prominent in Sri Lanka, oh. just like Haiti. Yes. Um, it's not only a source, but it's also a destination country for oh, traffic really? people. Yes. So so we got that to look forward to. So I don't I'm not saying Clinton's connected to that, but like Haiti, it's very highly trafficked. <laughs> you uh, you may connect the dots. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not gonna say that because I don't want to be killed. Um <laughs> But last thing, we're we're about out of time. Last Haiti connection I really want to make, and that involves the human trafficking. That involves a lot of things. But it, Haiti connection with Sri Lanka is this sexual abuse scandal in Haiti from peacekeeping missions there. Oh, do you, did we talk about that during our Haiti one? I think we did. Yes. Yeah. Do you know where those peacekeeping sexual abusers were from? The UN. Sri Lanka. No shit. Yes. So there's a direct connection between <laughs> Sri Lanka and wow. Haiti. Okay. This is uh, from Wikipedia. I know there's a lot of resources here just because I just found a lot of things interesting in all of this. Yeah. It says the uh, sexual abuse scandal in Haiti arose in 2007, accusing the United Nations peacekeepers, mainly of the Sri Lankan peacekeeping contingent, of committing immoral sexual abuse, among other offenses of sexual misconduct during the United Nations stabilization mission to Haiti. 
In 2016, the Sri Lankan government decided to make a one-time ex gratia payment to a victim and a child born as a result of sexual exploitation abuse, which was praised by the UN. So apparently, like, 130 Sri Lankans got, like, deported back to Sri Lanka. Uh, think about that. From Haiti. From Haiti, because they're involved. None right. of them were tried. None of them were arrested. Oh, right, right. None of them were thrown in jail. And then Sri Lanka turned around and sent, like, 300 more peacekeepers in 2013. Now, think about this, though. Uh, UN stabilization mission to Haiti that involves... Primarily Sri Lankan peacekeeping contingents in 2007, when they were in the thralls of their yeah. own civil war for 30 years. What the right. hell is Sri Lanka sending peacekeeping yeah. stabilization units into Haiti? What the right. like? What you got your own problems? In yeah, your own. Like, right. Why aren't you yeah. put sending your peacekeepers home? Right. Like what are the that I cannot figure out. Like what the hell was even going on here? Yeah, you know, but but it, like Katie, it really just shows you just how inept, yeah, Sri Lanka is, yeah, right, and that's why they keep doing the same shit over and over again, <laughs> right. <laughs> but why why do you think they have peacekeepers, quote unquote? Oh, I I'm sure that. And again, we find that once a peacekeeper yeah. is in a country, uh, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Well, and and I'm sure that there's something to do with with what the UN has to do with Sri Lanka. I just I just don't understand. Like, but, how is Sri Lanka in any position to send I, well, I don't anybody think they are, anywhere? But I'm I'm sure that they get some kind of money or funding from the UN for be, you know having a certain amount of people slave labor. Probably. I it's mean, like, you know, we kind of own you guys, so yeah. send us some troops to go right. with us. We need 300 there. troops so for Haiti, and you know, if you do that, we'll forgive this amount of debt, right? So we're running. We're about out of time. Yeah. So what do you think about all this? Like, it's... Okay, so once is a mistake, right? Right. But twice... And we've talked about there's probably more. And well, Ukraine is another example. Yeah. I mean, it shows a pattern. Yeah. Right. And so, again, how many of these? Well, I mean, there's probably a list from the MCC. How many of these <laughs> are there out there that that you know our country or or you know the IMF or you know China or mm -hmm. whatever are using and exploiting these countries for their resources? You know, for the sake of democracy. Yes. You know, and trying to say, oh, yeah, we'll make you better. Right. right. And then they come in and they bring their own people to work and their own, re you know, they use up all the resources. And who, who and benefits from that? The, the superpower, not right. the country yeah. that's supposed to be yes. benefiting from that. Right. Exactly. And it, it's like over and over again. So then they get to a point where, you know, the, the, the people can't take it anymore. Victoria Newland pops out. They overturn the government to make it more friendly to. Mm -hmm. The host country or the superpower, right? And then they own them. Yeah, yeah. They make it look like it was. Well, well, those countries probably sucker the government into some corrupt, shady oh, deal, yeah. like the MCC, mm -hmm. and then that doesn't benefit the people. And then those same countries come in and be like, you know, you could just overthrow this guy, mm -hmm. and we'll start yeah. from fresh, right? Or we'll back you, we'll or back again, you. like. I, I found it telling that, uh, well, what did I say? Like, la yeah, it was last week when 
uh, the the president or the the prime minister like reached out to Vladimir Putin for assistance. Then all of a sudden, within a week, yeah, president prime minister are out the door, right. and yeah. the protests all of a sudden turn bloody. Yeah. And it's just I, like I think we've seen that before. Yeah, I mean, uh, who was who was uh, well. Oh, was it Ukraine? Yeah, right back in two thousand. Yeah, Ukraine like started looking towards Russia. Yeah. for to try to line more with Russian interests. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, Newland went in there and everything yeah. like blew Nazi- up. Nazis are in Ukraine, and yeah, yeah. where are the Nazis in Sri Lanka? <laughs> we haven't heard about that. Do they have Indian Nazis. <laughs> so, like, is this like an ominous preview? I guess for uh, all the other low income. Oh, I, I think Countries so. Absolutely, there. I think like, so. Like, is this their path? <laughs> yeah. No, I think so. And I, I feel like, as we talked about, if the United States wasn't too big to fail, we would be there too. Yeah. But because we are too big to fail, we'll just keep getting propped up so we can take advantage of all these other little countries. Well, you got these failing lo- low-income countries that are failing because of the policies of probably the right. superpowers that bail them out yeah. and then they go in and bail them out then they resume some form of control over that country in some form yeah. or another and then it just like it's like they're consolidating the power yeah right so is this the plan i guess because we yeah. talk all the time about the wef wanting yeah. to call it, consolidate uh the resources and right. consolidate the power the the control which it, the wef did Right, about yeah. Sri Lanka back yes. in 2018. I have uh, not the article. No, because it, the article's been erased. Yeah, you sent me this. This yeah. is from Twitter. James Lindsay Blademaster posted this. <laughs> a sweet name. Says, looks like the World Economic Forum deleted their article in 2018 about how ESG or... Um, that's economic, economic, social... Yeah, green uh, stuff. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think I got it here. Uh, environmental social governance factors. Uh, so the Green New Deal, basically, yeah. like the thing that Biden is trying to push, like yeah. the green stuff build and the social better. stuff, build back better. Yes. Um, basically, it says, looks like the World Economic Forum uh, deleted their article about how build back better, I guess you could say, will make Sri Lanka rich by 2025. Yeah. Um, so let me click on these because you can see. <laughs> The two lined up. You got in August 2018. How we will make Sri Lanka rich by 2025, according to the Economic Forum. Uh, it says, it's no secret that Asia is the future economic engine and in our endeavors to make Sri Lanka a rich country by 2025. And then by... Uh, April 25th of 22, it says, why Sri Lanka is facing one of its worst economic crises. Um, and then if you clicked on the article, apparently it's just gone now. Yeah. Like, it just says, like, oops, uh, you can't find this article yeah. on the World Economic Forum. So, uh, so, so do you think the WF might have a heavy hand in this? It, it kind of seems like their game plan, especially right. since... Build Back Better was birthed yeah. out of that region. Not, It wasn't said for the first time in mm. Sri Lanka, but it was in, what was it? I can't remember the other country. Yeah. Um, but it was that region mm. and that tsunami and that relief effort that Bill Clinton's like, oh, you know, the Build Back Better. Yeah. I can't do my Bill Clinton. It's too late now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, you, you can do it. I know it's you too late it, now. But, yeah. But no, but I, and I, and I've heard what, some of the things I've read is that, that they felt like this was a like 
striking out at the WEF. Like this is a blow to the WEF. Yeah, is what they're people. So are the saying. WEF doesn't want anything to do with it because right. I don't think so though. I don't. Either. I think this is probably the, they're, the they're intended double goal. Down. Yeah, Absolutely. this was the intended goal. Like yeah. they don't want to say this was while they look like they're right. in turmoil, but then when. They come and right. swoop in and take yeah. over if and clean up. they come in now, and... they'll make their 2025 deadline. Yeah, and then <laughs> that article will reappear, and they'll yeah. be like, look See? how much better it is. See? They're eating bugs. Right. Uh, yeah. and they like they it. owe nothing. Yeah. They love it there. That yeah. Maybe Sri Lanka is the stepping off point for right. the rest of Like it was in 2006. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so... Maybe it didn't work in 2006. Maybe Donald Trump fucked it up right. because the uh, 1008 coconuts didn't put <laughs> Hillary Clinton in office. That, that is a morale And buster. so we had to start over again in Sri <laughs> yeah. Lanka like we did in 2006, yes. but we're starting over Yes, to build back better in Sri Lanka. And, and Sri, Sri Lanka, we, or Tamil Tigers, if, you, if Hillary runs against... Trump in 2016. You better. You better do 2,000 coconuts. Yeah, you better sacrifice <laughs> some more coconuts to the coconut gods. That's I. I, I mean, I got it, nothing else. Is it? Isn't it just like this kind of like huge melting pot of all the shit we've talked about in the last? <laughs> yes, year? right there in Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah, it's like because, like I said, I you sent me this and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And yeah. then as I read into, it, I was like, what the hell? It, yeah. it was like everything kind of came together. Yeah, and the jumping off point, and then the Victoria Newland, yeah. and uh, the predatory lending, yeah. and the NGOs, and it's just like, oh, holy shit, Sri Lanka's been sitting there the whole time. Yeah. And again, nobody's... No, really, no like, one's paying attention to it. If you pull up the headlines, yeah. it's not in the headlines. No. So no. I don't even know where you came across it, because yeah. you're uh, the one uh, that brought it to my attention. Um, it was one of the Justins posted it. Oh, okay. And so I saw it. Thank you, the, one of the Justins. Yes, thank you, Justins. Well, I don't know which... You don't know specifically I, which I Justin? I don't know which Justin. I don't know. I, Justin, thanks. Yes. We have three or four of them, so <laughs> thank you for the heads up on this. I'm guessing... I'm going to say, without offending the other Justins, I'm going to mm-hmm. say Justin Campbell. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking Justin Campbell. It sounds like a yes. Justin Campbell yes. thing to pose. <laughs> yes. Justin Campbell, if that was you, thank you. If it wasn't, thanks to the other Justin Campbells. And fuck you, Justin Campbell. <laughs> Not really. Right. So, what what becomes of Sri Lanka? Well, I think that they will probably... I think they're going to bounce back fast, to be honest. Oh, I think they're going to bounce back, I've already seen too. posts that are like... Yeah. Uh, it's Sri Lankan government like looking to the future already. It's just like... Yeah. How? Right, yeah. They don't <laughs> even ca- have anybody in office. Yeah, your president hasn't even officially stepped down yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do have that guy that Newland's going to appoint. So. Yeah, that's true. No, and uh, yeah, I think they're going to bounce back fast. Like I said, the question is, who's going to They're not going to bounce them? back. They're going to bounce back better. <laughs> they are going to be better. better. Oh, uh, d- the U.S. in contingency with the WEF will own them yeah. primarily. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Will that be WF a big blow to... Is- it, it's just bizarre to me because the WEF side so heavily with China right now. Yeah. No, I yeah. But the U.S. is jumping directly in line with the Build Back Better shit. So maybe they're all like two sides of the same coin, and we just don't know it. Yeah. Like maybe China and the United States are like Republicans and Democrats. Uh, that would not surprise me at all. So now that Trump's out of office, obviously. China. <laughs> um, I had a recover from my bad Bill Clinton impersonation. No, that's understandable. That's understandable. So we are well overdue to get out of here. 
So does this throw off China's big plans for BRB? Is it BRB? It's no. uh no BRI. Okay. Not BRB. Not be right back. Uh, the <laughs> something road initiative. Yes. Um. Well, it depends if if it's all the same people. Well, then no. Right. No. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna welcome it, right? Yes. China yeah. will welcome it. U.S. will welcome it while pretending to hate each other yeah, right. about it. Like, damn it, we tried so hard. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where all this goes because, yeah. like, the more you look at it, it's just like, well, I could see how the U.S. would do this to push back against China, but then yeah. you keep looking at it, it's just like, well, they're, they're kind yeah. of helping each other right. here. They yeah. pro- they both benefit somehow, some way, and they both be happy, but they got to keep this facade of right. hating, hating each, each other, other yeah. obviously. Because when you throw the WEF in the mix, yeah. And both of them's connection to the WEF, then they can't be right. They can't hate each other. Maybe it's like a, like I, I don't know, fighting for daddy's approval. Yeah, maybe it's like, <laughs> do you ever see? Uh, this is a throwback. The the year without a Santa Claus with uh, the heat miser and the snow miser. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's the U.S. and okay. China. That makes sense. Yeah. Now I got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and then the WEF. Then Klaus Schwab is. Uh, what, Santa, m- no, oh. mother. Oh, uh, uh, mother nature. Mother nature, yeah. who like popped them both on the head. <laughs> wow, we definitely have to get out of here on that note. Sri Lanka is is has fallen, but don't worry, they will be back and they will be yes. eating bugs in no time. Yes. So bigger and better, bigger and better bugs. <laughs> we are out of here for this week. Make sure you check us out all over social media. Um, we won't be here for the weekend wrap up for the rest of the month. Like we said, we are taking a break from that. As the summer has other things for us, so but we will be back here next Monday night for the main episode live 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. As always, again, check us out on social media. You can find us our handle everywhere. Most places is at Break the Bell Pod. Join the conversation, comment, let us know what you think. Have you heard anything else about Sri Lanka that we didn't cover? Yeah, because no, or a different perspective. Yeah, because I mean. Again, I didn't know much about them until today, yeah. so I'm not the residential expert on Sri Lanka by any stretch. But, uh, yeah, let us know what you know, because we would like to hear that. We'd like to know. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're going to get out of here for this week because I ran out of things to say. So have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell, or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.